Live from San Antonio, Texas. This is In the Building with Mike Taylor and Rudy J. Well, we're up in the building, man. Yes, sir. I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. Who else is in the building? Oh, no. Let's see. Who's out the building? Dan Quinn's out of the building. Yes, he is. I like that. That was... That was... I forgot you did radio for a while. Well, you know, I don't have a mom. People want the old montage back, but I mean, that's a different life. The this montage, is going to be different. I don't mind you bringing the montage back as long as it's not three minutes like it, it was. It needs to be hours. You know why it was so long? Three hours, man. Yeah. And you were so low. Well, kind of sometimes. Three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was way shorter than that, but it just kind of, it, it, metastasized into that three-minute ridiculous bullshit at the end. And I didn't, I didn't, I'd given up and didn't care for the last two years. But Damn, I'm rejuvenated and revigorated now. Yeah, let's Absolutely get it, inoculated with a potion of energy that is this new endeavor with me and Rudy J and DJLG live from DJLG Studios. It is in the building. Welcome in here. Thank you all, man. What up with it? How you doing this morning? Happy Black History Month. Gosh damn it, give it up for that. Where's the round of applause, LG? Oh, we're so delighted. Like, what the hell, man? That's why I came in here looking like Isaac Hayes today. You look it's, great, dude. You do too. Thank you. I, you know, here's the thing. You know, I, last week I touched on, you know, maybe I should step up. Nah, I can't. No, it's be not you. Me. No, Let's dude. Like, you. No, I, of course I'm going to be me. Yeah. And There's different versions of me. I have a suit. Man, I've seen you. Just I've seen you I clean up. The video we made at the airport, that's how I, that's about fired. as good as that I can get. Fire. Thank you, Well, man. no, my brother-in-law called me yesterday, and he was like, man, I thought, you know, you're on camera for real now. LG mm-hmm. got all these cameras. He knows LG. Yeah. He was like, I thought you were going to be Cam Newton with the shit. And I was like, I don't have enough clothes to be Cam. So I told my brother-in-law, like, once or twice a week, I'll come in here and get fly on y'all. I like it. I need to be comfortable. Once in a while. I got to be comfortable. Once in a blue moon, I don't have enough clothes to get fly every day. Yeah. I can't do that. I'll run out of shit. Junior but once high, in a while, I'll get fly. Plus, we got a business high, meeting. Today. Freshman year, we do have a business meeting. Yeah. I was I was preppy, but I was kind of like urban preppy. Were you douche preppy? No, no, no. I was trying to be urban preppy, like, like boys, sweater like over boys the to men. No, not like that. Okay. Um, Kohan shoes. Jerbo jeans, Tommy Tommy Hilfiger shirts. My Jerbos were from Solo Serve though. They were like defective, but they were cheaper because Jerbo were like almost eighty bucks. Yeah. So I couldn't get the. I wasn't gonna ask anybody in my my mom. I was gonna ask my mom, "Hey mom, buy me eighty dollar pair of jeans." That's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. But the ones that they would take to Solo Serve because like one leg was longer than the other, there may be a little hole at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like I would go to some, my mom. I'll go to Solo Serve. Yep. Grab a couple of Jerbos or some Cavaricis. From solo serve, you know what I mean, and I was, and I'm Rudy, so like it don't matter about the clothes; it matters who's in them. You wear the clothes, don't let the clothes wear you. For sure, you feel me? Absolutely. So yeah. I was still fresh. But in those days, moms, moms made sure I was still fresh yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time. As a kid, though, you're trying to fit in, trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. In the circle of homies that I ran with in my little hood, uh-huh. they all wore. They were most of them were Mexicans, and they all wore Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Oh. Well, it depends on what day of the week it was. On the weekends, I was with my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right. I was hanging out with, you know, hey. Was the dude with the rifle in the, put in the some more, view mirror? Put some more coal on Rifles, the fire. Dudes, that y'all, y'all did bonfires and drank Natty Light? Well, the trailer's getting cold. Y'all put some more fire on oh, the deal. trailers. Damn. All oh, white dude. trashy Shit. like that? And then the week, I was in the body during the week. But at school, during the week, I was, you know, body on mine. So did you claim a set? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Were you were you again were you in a gang? No, God no. Come on. We were typical wannabes. Oh. I was like all the you other were kids. Malibu's most wanted. Of course. Oh, okay. We were all just the wannabes. I had buddies that had pagers. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with a pager? I had a pager. Who you didn't have a pager? No. I'm like, who the fuck's gonna page you? Everybody you know is currently here in school. And you're you're 15. You don't need a fucking pager. Well, my I mom might want to page me. Okay. No, I didn't get a pager until my senior year. Okay. My senior year, I had a pager. <laughs> red one. A red pager? Oh, yeah, God. it was fire. No, I'm sure it was. The pullover, bro, I got to make a call. Here's the where I'm Pay going phone. to. So what, something happened to me that changed the Kohan, Jabot, jeans-wearing, Tommy Hilfiger okay, weird Okay, what tape. happened? I heard a record called 10 by Pearl Jam. And then it was black T-shirts and jeans. Grunge. And it's been that way Wait, ever since. Wait, did Nirvana start grunge or Pearl Jam? Uh, sure. All, there was I four, thought Nirvana was into, ushered in the grunge. Maybe. And there was four or five big heavy hitters in that part of the country yeah, yeah, that yeah. all kind of came up together. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. a group movement. It was a collaboration of uh, the grunge movement. And I was influenced by that. And also it was a lot comfortable, more comfortable, and a fuck ton cheaper to dress like a bum. Mm. So that's... Point being to bring it all back to the top of the show. This is what you get. Yes, so, sir. Um, I do have a suit, and I'll wear it on occasion. But uh, this is um, us. Come see us in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, are you going to get all see? This is. Are you going to get all dressed up for the Super, for Super Bowl, Bowl party? No, I'll yeah. probably be t-shirt. You sure? I'm not going to be dressed. Up. I want to be what, comfortable. Do what comes to you. I want to be comfortable at the Super Bowl. Are We're, you like this today? It's just because of Black History Month. You're here to. This I'm is ushering your way. in Black History Month, and then we got okay. business to tend to. I have black people's names on my T-shirt. Is that good enough? Manu ain't black. Wait a minute. Neither is, well, Pop is black. Timmy. Timmy's black. Yeah. Tony's black. Yeah. Pop is black. Yeah. Manu's brown. Manu's black. That's just we like we 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 the black delegation except Manu. <laughs> You know, we, we induct do. we inducted LG yesterday right before Black History Month is mm-hmm. well played on LG slock socks and chanclas. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, that's just Black History Month, man. We bring it in right. We're gonna celebrate it every day. And Fish we're in the air, we're, bitches. And we're freaky Friday. We bring I'm bringing in a couple of shooters for us tomorrow. We're okay. Gonna, we're gonna have a shoot. I don't know if LG will. Well he will. He will. If he's pushed up against the wall, he but will. But he's been sober. LG's been rolling sober, and I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? If somebody, if somebody in your clique wants to go sober, help him. Yeah, but he's been an asshole because after he's he got went sober, he's been a dick all week. No, he hasn't. Well, I'm not. He's been pretty I'm, mean. I'm not. You know, short turkey. You're short turkey. Well, I, I can have. I'm not. I'm not an alcoholic, and it's not a health issue. I can <laughs> well, have a drink. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not. I'm just, I don't drink. I took during a the shot week. on our first show. You yeah, did. I don't drink during the week. He's been mean to me though this week okay. and last week too. It's because he's he quit smoking so much and he's coming so down much. from that. He quit altogether. Altogether. Yeah. He's made a vow that he will not smoke again until he's in a state where it's legalized. I'm, Whatever reason. Well, he'll never smoke in Texas. When the hell are you gonna? When, when are you gonna be in a state that where it is legal again? I don't know. When you give me some time off, spring break maybe. <laughs> Let's talk during spring break. Spring break because you. We might gotta have get to this shit something. rolling, man. Yeah. We gotta get this show on the ground. Let's get it. We're in the building, but we gotta get off the ground. All right. All right. We All got right. big news today. Yeah, let's get let's get going. Uh, let's get going, Mike. Let's give it to him. Let's, let's get, get into going. That. Let's so talk this, some sports. This just today. came down. Do we have a breaking news sounder? We should. I do. Hold on. Okay. So right as we were about to get on the air today, I to go Dan Rather's school of reporting on this. I want to okay. see what Dan taught you. Sounders ready. No, you uh, want me to do, do it. it. Okay. Dan, you want me to go? Rather you want to see? Style. You want to see reporter Mike? Yeah, I want to see reporter Mike. It's been give a minute since I was reporter. Give me reporter Mike. Okay, Let's on. go. 
Let's show them what you. Let's show them what North Texas and Dan Rather School of Communication taught you. Let's get it. All right, thanks, Rudy. This is just in. Adam Schefter, the longtime ESPN broadcaster, is reporting today, exclusive. I like it. The Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has accepted the head coaching job with the Washington Commanders. The Commanders, who recently fired Ron Rivera after five seasons in Washington, have decided to go with a longtime Cowboys defensive coordinator and former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, who's also known for his days in Seattle when he created the, quote, Legion of Boom defense that led to two Super Bowl appearances, including a championship, as Dan Quinn will be introduced in the next couple of days in Washington as the new head coach of the Commanders. Oh, goddamn. Give it up. Give me a round of applause. Because that, that, was, that, was that was like off the top. There was no sheet. Mm-hmm. You just channeled that. God damn, my co-host is talented. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me some, give me some, give me some. That was that was. That hey, was I gotta keep awesome. those chops up. I'm yeah, glad you asked me awesome. to do that because this thing, what then. if this don't work out? Yeah, you gotta, I don't have any other skills, <laughs> like none. Yeah, I have learned. Like, here's the thing, like. Obviously, thank God for Mr. Singh, motherfucker, for letting us do things over there and random oh, appearances shit. and stuff. It's Here, Singh, motherfucker. Here's what I have discovered since I des- decided to go into podcasting. I don't have any other value. Like, I don't have any skills. Yeah. I, this has to we're work. We're all in. <laughs> no, we're all, all in. Like Jerry, we're yeah, all, we're all in. in. I got to make it work. Yeah, we all Got to make it work. So so Dan Quinn is going to Washington. I don't know that they're Are very... You mad? Let's get right to it. Okay. As a Cowboy fan, well, man, let me you're say not this. a Cowboy fan. As a are you Cowboy mad? fan. Yeah, you mad? Are you, well, not mad. No. Do you feel like y'all got worse today? No, I need to know who the next guy is. Before you make that call? Yeah. Of course, Cowboy fans are like, oh, hell yeah, he, he flamed out down the stretch. He gave up six touchdowns and seven drives to the Packers. Dak didn't do that. No, he didn't. No. That thing melted down. But again, I go back to the culture. Now, good luck trying to find some culture in Washington with that shit up there. Good luck with that. Um, and no quarterback as of now. I don't overrate coordinators. Yes, he's a damn good coordinator. And because, I don't, I, like I said yesterday, I don't want his entire, his entire career shouldn't be just washed out because he had a bad December or Micah Parsons didn't register a sack in a playoff game. Talked a lot of shit before the game and didn't do anything. And I don't know how excited they are for Dan Quinn in Washington. I don't know that Commanders fans right. are giddy either. You got to tell me who the replacement is. Who's the next guy? Then I'll then I'll tell well, you if I'm excited or not. Which it may be Joe Witt Jr., who I love and they love, unless unless Dan takes Joe Witt with him. Joe Witt's basically been the co-defensive coordinator all these years with the Cowboys yeah. and Dan Quinn. And Joe Witt's a guy who I think should be a head coaching candidate myself. I would love it if they just let Joe Witt be the defensive coordinator, unless Joe goes yeah. to Washington with Dan. Here's yeah. what else I'm upset about. What's up? The coolest fucking head co- assistant coach in football. I hope Al Harris does not go with he's Dan gone. Quinn. Damn. He's already said a couple, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, he said if Dan goes, I go. Now Al said that? Yeah, now Godly, diehard commander fan on the feed. I hate that. Jay Glenn said he yeah. would like Al Harris to be the you know promoted. Yeah. But I think, I'm almost positive, Dan Quinn is taking Al with him. Now that's a big hit. But now is Al unless the Al old, gets a promotion? Yeah, unless Al get now is Al like the other hotshot DB coach they had a few years ago? Was it Chris Richard? What was his name? Remember hotshot Richard? Yeah, Chris Richard is yeah. here. Now remember we thought Chris Richard was the it guy, and the next thing you know, it all fell apart. Mm-hmm. Now Al Harris, he's beloved, good looking dude, in shape ripped. Everybody likes him, mm-hmm. but do you want him calling your defensive plays from the booth? 
I don't I I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't I don't know. He's don't, a DB coach. I don't know what he can do. I don't get all wrapped up. I, I think people overrate the they overrate the coordinators. It's always the core. Oh, fuck the court. And it's probably it's TV's fault because every time there's a play, they pan to the coordinator. But look at Kyle Shanahan. He was a great coordinator. Ended up being a great head coach. I don't think yeah. we overrate them, but a I lot, do think. We uh, get, but most of them don't pan out. All right, we overrate their impact on the team. There's five thousand people who could call the Cowboys defense. Well, maybe maybe five hundred. Right. Mm-hmm. Go get me the who, who go get me one of the five hundred guys out there. There's thirty two defensive coordinators in the NFL. Some of them are really good. The guy in Baltimore just got the head coaching job in Seattle. Yeah, McDonald, 30, young dude, thirty six years now, old. the new youngest right. guy in the league. Right. Um, I'm not upset about losing Dan Quinn. Coordinators come and go. Wade Phillips was a great defensive coordinator. Coordinator, right? Um, great. Yeah, Jason Garrett was an I OC. He was I fine. He, he just got in Jerry's good good graces. Here again, this is a chance for Quinn to go somewhere, and if they have success in Washington, then that that'll point toward the culture that Dan Quinn had to deal with with the Cowboys. But I don't feel bad; no one made Dan Quinn take the job. We'll see. I can't wait to see how it pans out. Mike Vrabel or Ron Rivera? Uh, I like Mike Vrabel. First of all, with these two guys, they would have. We don't know if they wanted to take a demotion. We don't know. They may want to go do TV for a year and wait till a head coaching job opens. But mm-hmm. those are going to be the two names that you're going to hear a lot. You're going to hear Ron Rivera. You're going to hear Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Mike McCarthy coaching out of string, knowing I'm on the hot seat today, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm crazy about Mike Vrabel coming. Ron Rivera doesn't scare me if I'm Mike McCarthy. Well, you that think you'll be threatened by Mike Vrabel? Yes. Well, then he shouldn't be the head coach. Not threatened, but I would think that's somebody that can come in. What he did in Tennessee, he did a really good job with an average team. Mike Vrabel being looking over me, if I'm Mike McCarthy, would I would feel like he's next in line. Ron Rivera, not so much. <clears throat> Only because Ron's had two jobs. It's like, I don't know. Ron's, Ron may be done. But Vrabel is going to get another head coaching job. So if I was McCarthy, I would like be putting – when Jerry calls me in and mm-hmm. says, hey, what do you think about these two guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's got to be Ron. Got to be Ron. Ron, I love what Ron does. It's scheme wise, but I would make. I wouldn't hate on Vrabel, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I would come in putting my eggs in the Ron Rivera basket if I were Mike McCarthy. Right. Here's Vrabel makes it easier to fire him in season. The difference when you ask me, what do I want? I'm listening. I have to preface every one of these things because I know what Mike Taylor would do. Right. I know what. I would do Mike Taylor Jr. Second base. <laughs> what I would do right. and what Jerry's going to do are rarely one and the same. Great point. I would have shit canned Mike McCarthy two weeks ago. Same. I would have reached out to Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and see if I could get both Ooh. of them in here with Mike as the head coach and waiting. Give me some of that. Give me some of Let that. Let Belichick that's, that's come in one. here. That's the one. Get his 15 wins, hand it over to Mike Vrabel in a, in a year or two. I That's like, what Mike that Taylor been, does. Well, God damn it. Why did you say that two weeks ago? We weren't on. Well, I got to pace all these two opinions. <laughs> I got to, I can't get all my gold out one day. I got to save some, I got to save some save. juice. We got five days. We a got week millions now. more shows to do. Hopefully. Right. No, right. that's what I would do. They're going to the, run that was, back. That's the move. He's probably going to promote from within, run back. Mike McCarthy's back. Who is this Joe Witt? Why do we love Joe Witt? Uh, he's 44. He is I a like long, long-time assistant. Uh, he's a black man. Oh, it's, shit. It's what February. are we waiting on? Oh, there you go. What no are we no more on? to sell. No more to black. sell. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm all soul. That's it. 
<laughs> Happy <laughs> February, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and we got 29 days this year. Gosh damn it. So Joe Witt has had a lot of hot opinions in the past. Matter of fact, like okay. he, like every year the NFL puts on these minority coaching clinics and they have Joe actually, like he's one of the major players in these minority coaching clinics. Yeah. He's a guy that has for years uh, complained about lack of black men in prominent positions on NFL teams okay. and loves Dan Quinn, but wants to be his own man. Right. You know, I could see him following Dan to Washington, but I could also see, well, I'm going to get promoted to D.C., though, here in Dallas. Love you, Dan. It's going to be fun going against you next year. It's going to be great, but I'm going to stay here and be the D.C. with the Cowboys. And I, Joe Witt, they love him. Guys in the locker room love Joe. They love him. And it's not just because he's a black dude. They like him. He's a damn good coach. Uh, and by now, had he, had he not been a good coach, we would, it would have been, he would have been weeded out by now after all. The, he's been an assistant for years. I think he's probably the easiest decision for Jerry, and you just you promote from within. Maybe maybe well, out here that's pre- fine. They've been preparing for this. Sure. They kind of knew he was going to be gone either Seattle sure. or Washington. So I'm sure they have. I'll, look, we can say what we want about Jerry, and I can say what I want about Stephen. Mm-hmm. They're not also not dumb. Okay, so I, I'm sure they've been making a plan. Now on the Dan Quinn side, Mike uh, still didn't. You know, he left Kansas City. Went to Washington, still didn't get a head coaching job this mm-hmm. year. Does Dan Quinn try and talk Eric Bieniemy into coming back to the staff or staying? I don't know what Eric Bieniemy's status is. Eric Bieniemy has been done dirty, like like down and dirty. So for years he should have gotten a head coaching job. Absolutely, and he never got one. At least a shot to fail. You give right. all these other randoms a shot to fail. Give him his shot to fail. And, so, and for those that don't know, Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator in Washington. Well, for now, anyway, we'll see what Dan Quinn wants right. to do. Bieniemy never did get a fair shake in head coaching circles when he was in Kansas City, and so finally he made the decision: Look, I got to get out on my own, away from Andy Reid, show that I can handle an offense on my own. Because he never got his his flowers because he had Andy Reid. And Andy calls the plays, and Eric Eric and Andy. Built that Chiefs offense together. Granted, it's nice offense to have Patrick Mahomes. Offense didn't look good without the enemy this year, though. The Chiefs? It didn't look... Well, the I mean, back of the still, Super Bowl. No, no, I'm just saying, but the offense, I could make the argument, was their weak point this year. Yeah, Mahomes had to drag their ass across the line, fair, for fair, sure. Like we, like you said yesterday. Yeah, yeah, fair. But where I'm going is, so the enemy needed to get out on his own. And so what does he do? He takes the offensive coordinator's job in Washington and right off the, te- if you go back to training camp, remember we had there was there was there was a lot of shit said about Eric oh, the enemy because those punk ass, pussy ass, yelling at me. Yeah, because y'all he's mean. Yeah. He wants us to show up on time, but my pet hamster, I'm still petting it and getting my mind right. <laughs> because the cultures, you think the culture's bad, but the Cowboys hate Dan Quinn. Good they don't even have hot water in the fucking shower at the stadium in Washington. <laughs> that is a cesspool. Yeah. It's what the Raiders were 20 years ago with Al Davis when Al right. Davis was 98 and his eye was falling out and they had to change his diaper and shit and he lost his shit before they moved out of Oakland. Right. The enemy's a damn good offensive coordinator. If I'm Dan Quinn, I seriously consider keeping Eric B. Enemy. But Me they got too. I know, Me but too. I, I would seriously consider getting rid of Sam Howell. Again, oh, drafting a quarterback. until you have a quarterback, you don't have a team. They're drafting a quarterback. So they could dig up the bones of Tom Landry and let him be the offensive coordinator in Washington. Sam Howell ain't going Tom's going to get fired next year. Yeah, that ain't going to cut it. So good on Dan Quinn. It's a chance to go somewhere and prove that he can be a head coach. 
He, he went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta. He's always going to be known for the shit against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But he was a damn good coach before that game. Got himself fired, ironically, because um, he didn't know how to teach the onside kick squad to recover an onside oh, kick yeah. three years ago and wound up getting shit canned halfway through the year in the hole Atlanta. That's right. That's but right. he's been terrific with the Cowboys. Yeah, he was sensational in Seattle. He's a damn good coach. You got to have damn good players and you got to have a good culture. He ain't got no culture. He's got a few good players on defense in Washington, but they don't have a quarterback. They don't have that's a quarterback. That's a shithole he yeah, just went to. They don't have a quarterback. That, now that's a, uh, it's a shithole. That's, that's what Dan Quinn signed up to do today. And if it fails, he'll never get a head coaching job again, probably the way things work. As far as the Cowboys are concerned, yeah, let's stay there. I consider promoting Joe Witt. Uh, or, or, I mean, how do you not call Mike Vrabel? And well, if it threatens McCarthy, who gives a shit? But again, what Mike Taylor does and what Jerry Jones does things. often, often yeah. are different. Uh, well, I, this is another question. This is a whole other angle to it, Mike. <clears throat> now, am I going to bring in Joe Witt because I want him to keep things this, as the same kind of system? Or do I go a whole different direction because of the way the season ended and bring in a whole new D coordinator with a whole new set of scheme? Because, again, I think toward the end of the season, teams started to figure out what Dan Quinn wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I think he got a bit exposed. And then, again, you still don't have any dogs on the defensive side within the run game. Your linebackers are too small, right? Maybe you get overshown back, but he's still undersized. Mozzie Smith is about another eight, nine games away from us being able to say he's a flat-out bust. So, if that matters. are you going to go in a total different direction scheme-wise and bring in Vrabel or Ron Revere that has a different scheme? Or, like you said, go with Witt and say, hey, let's keep it pretty much the same and let's tweak a couple things roster-wise. Well, here's what I also know about Jerry Jones. He takes the road easiest. Less, yeah, 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 yeah. He does what's easy. So Jerry then just, then don't you, have then time. Then you write about Joe Witt then. Mm-hmm. They're going to promote from within and they're going to run every, everything else gets ran back. Wow. Jerry never does anything that requires any effort outside the box thinking. Uh, he worries about Mike. He, he worries about Dak's feelings, McCarthy's feelings. He's not going to bring in some defensive coordinator that looks like a coach in waiting. Now, he did do that with Opie Garrett and Yuck Yuck and regrets it because the entire time Wade was looking over his shoulder because he had Jason Garrett ready to stab him in the back and take his job. And Jerry basically alluded, I'll never do that again. Jerry does not do what's hard. He does what's easy and what's easy. Just promote Joe Witt, and I'll have me a black guy. Defensive coordinator is going to make me look great, and let's go on with it. The problem is I could see the same thing that happened with D'Amico Ryans when he left to the Texans. I could see the commanders becoming Cowboys East, and he take Witt, and he take Al Harris, and he take a few guys with him with, you know, because Witt maybe go the defensive coordinator under Dan Quinn. They already know each other. So he may clean house on the defense side and take all of them with Magic Johnson and the commanders out east. So that, so Witt may, we may, it may be taken out of Jerry's hands. Jerry may not be able to do that because Witt may go with Quinn and mm-hmm. Al Harris. So he may have no choice but to go outside the box. Right. The Cowboys are in full. Which would be probably better. It probably saving him from himself. They're in run it back mode. They're not going to go – whoever the defensive coordinator is is going to run the same defense because if you switch defenses too much, now it requires two or three now, years. Yeah. I got to get my guys in here. I got to go get different linebackers, and I don't like this. Now I got to do that. He's going to stay with the same footprint that Dan Quinn had. This is going to be Dan Quinn light. 
or just an extension of Dan Quinn's defense next year with whoever's doing the play calling. And it's also easier, and Jerry's trying to win now because he's all in. It's going to be a weird training camp because of the deck. Look, you got to remember, we came into this year wondering what Jerry wanted to do with Dak because Mike McCarthy was taking over. But this year, I think with the way the season is, this what happened against Green Bay at home is 10 times worse than them losing in the divisional round to San Francisco in the Bay mm-hmm. in a close game. Mm-hmm. Even though Dak didn't play well, this is much worse. You got a new D.C. You have roster issues. You have C.D. Lamb's contract coming up. You're going to have a new D.C. It's going to be an, a very um, – Drum, I guess, dramatic training camp with Typical a lot of Cowboys. Bullshit. Yeah, but I think this year was weird. This year was kind of boring. <clears throat> I felt like this year was boring. This year was kind of like, okay, other than Dak, like, okay, well, Dak's coming back. Other than that, they were set. Only the biggest questions we had coming in this year's training camp was, mm-hmm. what, is, what does the offense look like under Mike McCarthy? And then the season started off and they had red zone issues and it was like, oh, it was a fire, it was a shit storm. And then they got rolling once CD Lamb said, give me the damn ball. But this year, I think it's way more questions. And Mike McCarthy's coaching on no contract. <laughs> so this year, it's going to be a shit storm in, in uh, Oxnard. Somebody's in here. Go bring in Ed Orgeron. Okay. He can't, Are you I, kidding I, 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 me? I can't you even understand it. I wouldn't take that damn job if they paid me $4 million. Dude, you would I'm need, down here in Mexico with these two whores and this cocaine. Yeah. I ain't about to go up there and work with that motherfucker in Dallas. You, you would need captions. Yeah, Jones, an asshole. Yeah, you would need captions in the linebacker's <laughs> visor. For him to call the place for the linebacker. Like, Ed I don't know what he's saying. I would need captions in my visor. Right. I don't understand him. Red Dog 75, what about Joe Yeah, he's Waterboy. I don't understand that shit. I think shit. that guy just wanted me to do Ed or Yeah, he did. You do Ed. That's a, that's a pretty good Ed. <laughs> All right, we got a barbecue we're getting ready for. I'm going to beat you over the head with barbecue talk every day till April the 6th. I had people reach it. out yesterday. I appreciate that. Preach, I preach, I preach. Yeah, I got me a barbecue coming out. You gonna do some, do some cooking? Go have some brisket. Go have some chicken. Go have some rib. I gonna do it. Gonna have a specialty. I can't pull do that pork all day. Too. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget that pull pork. Going to fried gator. If you make fried gator, that's okay because we have a specialty category every year that we judge in the in the cook off. Right. And that'd be cool. if Someone made some fried gator. I love fried gator. It'd be badass. Um, it is the barbecue cook-off, April the 6th. It's a Saturday. For information, call the Salvation Army's number at 210-672-2910. Uh, DM me. Reach out to me. I will send you a link, and I will. I post a link once a day on all of my social media platforms. Uh, that well, It's an easy QR code. You click on it, or you go to the website. You click on the banner, and you can pick anything you want to whether it's become the title sponsor all the way down to you just want to spend the 10 bucks and come hang out and have a plate and leave. That's it. It's the barbecue at 2K24 benefiting the Peacock Boys and Girls Club of the Salvation Army. It's coming down April the 9th. Hit me up for information. As we get closer and closer, we'll start talking about the barbecue more. So, all right. You got that Jerry Jones I sent you? Jerry spoke this morning before we all knew that Dan Quinn was leaving. And Jerry, of course, was asked about offense and running it back and Dak Prescott and such. And I didn't know about this till Rudy was playing this before we went on the air today. Is that the right way to say that, LG, before we went on the air? Sure. Is that, is yeah, that, that phrase exists? Before sure. we went live. In this yeah, di- before sure we went we're, live. Not, we're not on the air anymore. Yeah, we're not get on the right. FCC's air. LG will get on your ass if you say pan to or cut to. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get your shit right. Mm-hmm. I spent 30 years being on the air. 
I'm no longer on any air. I'm on. I'm just air. live on digital. Yeah, platforms. it's will be right back. Not will be right back. Wow, you taking shots early this morning? Yeah. That is a that is a subliminal shot at somebody else, and no one knows what <clears> you're <throat> talking about. But that's hard. <clears throat> I like Mike Harge. I do too. He had a short stint with Calvin. Yeah, I remember that. He does really good. Short. He does good baseball play by play. I'll have to say. He had a short stint with Calvin. It worked out well for Mike Harge. Good for Mike. Um, ah, yes, Jerry Jones uh, was asked about Dak and going all in and running. But basically, and here's, I'll just tell you what I, when I saw this, my knee jerk was, wow, he just, he's resigned to the fact that he's stuck with Dak. That's how I took this. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it and we'll talk about it. Dak has done nothing to change my mind of any uh, promise for the future. I think I said in the deal that we'd go as far as Dak takes us in the playoffs. Remember that? Right. Go as far as Dak takes us. Right. How do you feel he played? And that's how far we went. Right. So okay. So my point is that doesn't change a thing. Okay. We'll go as far as Dak takes us. How how do you feel he played against Green? You may have just said it there, but how, how do you feel he performed against the Packers? Well, I think that uh, we, as a team, uh, laid an egg. And that's not uh, 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 specifically I want to say it and respond that way. And uh, you can start here, and I'm not trying to be magnanimous or anything, but you can start here and you can go all the way down the line. Uh, that was a uh, uh, that was a bad day for us. And uh, manifest and created a lot of uh, uh, scrutiny on the days long before that and long after that. Mm-hmm. That's how, what kind of day it was. And so it'll be an impactful day. We'll we'll do things that uh, honor the fact that we didn't play well against the Packers. All, All right. right. Can I go first? Sounds like yeah. Go ahead. So where's the? Uh, I know it's a fine line, Mike. Mm-hmm. How how do you um <laughs> how do you how do you hold your quarterback accountable without throwing him under the bus? Because look, I look, we can all sit here from our laptops or whatever and talk shit and be like, no, nah, he needs to talk shit to him. He needs to say this. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you're bringing him back. So I don't want to lose him totally. Mm-hmm. So what? It, how how should it be worded to where he Dak understands like that's not acceptable? But you're still my guy. Like how do you how do you tiptoe around it? Because it is a tough spot to be in. We laid we laid an egg as a team. Is that the best way? How to did say Dak it? play, Jerry? We laid an egg. That's, that's protecting him. That's the best. But what? But but see, I don't think that's far enough. Dak think, sucked. He needs to be better. That's no, what Dak I would say. Sucks. That's what I would say. I, would, I think the way, best way he should have said it was, look, Dak is our guy. We're, we're coming back. You said that. You let that be known. But even Dak understands that he's got to be better than that. But, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. But it, but did he say that by saying we laid an egg? Because by saying we, himself That include, includes Dak, that includes but it doesn't Dak. single him out. Because when you say it's, it's – it makes us screaming mad when you say, well, we're going to go as far as Dak takes us, but then you – you you put on your cape and come to his rescue at the same time. He's the reason the culture sucks. Who? Jerry or Jerry. Dad? Jerry himself oh. is the is the reason this culture's shitty up there. So you're 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 asking the man behind the curtain to explain why mm-hmm. the land is barren. He's the man in charge. 
it's barren because of him. So he's not going to say what he's supposed to say. He's not going to hold anybody accountable when he's the reason for the shitty culture and the grab ass and the bullshit and the protecting guys and not, I, he doesn't need to come out publicly and annihilate Dak. I just, Why not? I, I look, well, because he, he's, he's never, he never has. He doesn't do that. He's scared because he protects people's feelings going back to the days of Romo. And Wade and Jason Garrett, he's protective of the guys that are his guys. And he's also arrogant as shit, and he refuses to ever admit that he made a mistake, and he's wrong. And he's always the last guy in the room to get it. The obvious things that we see with that organization, when they finally do make those changes, it's after we've all known for God knows how long, he's always the last guy to know what the problems are. Yeah, yeah, we all and know I- that stunk. And Dak, Dak's got mental problems in January. We know that. It's not going to change. He is who he is. And that culture is not going to breed anything. It's not going to get that out of him. He's not going to be – those mental issues are not going to be coached out of him by anybody up there. It's, they're going to be coddled. It's going to be the same old shit next year if they even make the playoffs, which I'm not sure that they do. I have to see their schedule first. Before I throw them all the way under the bus. Now. You're just a frustrated cowboy fan, and you should be. Well, but for good reason. Like I said, like you, sh- like you said, I should be. I just I see Jerry there resigned to Dax, my guy. That's fine. Bring him back next year. But you need to redo that contract. You cannot have – you can't be paying him – well, you can, but you shouldn't pay him $59 million bucks in one year. They are. Extend his deal. Spread the money out. He still makes that just over a certain amount of time. And then try to find his fucking replacement. God forbid. What if he gets hurt next year and he blows his knee out? You got to find, again, and I, I'm, 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 a broken, one, I'm a broken record here. Cooper Rush would have got his ass handed to him by the Packers, too. I'm a broken record here. Okay. But that franchise does not value the most important position there is in all of the world right. in pro sports. Maybe a Formula One race car driver's. Of course, that's not a, that's not technically, it's, well, it's not a team sport. Whatever. Quarterback in the NFL is the most important team position in the world. Fair. And they don't value it. They go cheap on it. They go get undrafted free agent Tony Romo and let him run the franchise into the ground for nine years. They get lucky on a fourth-round decision on Dak Prescott and coddle the son of a bitch for eight or nine years. And don't bring anybody else that's a legitimate competitor for the job. They bring in backups like Cooper Rush, which is fine. They don't bring in anybody else who's capable of being the long-term solution at starter like the 49ers and the Packers and other people do. And until they do that, it's going to be this shit, Groundhog Day, year in and year out. Yeah, I just think there's a – he could have went farther and still not hurt Dak's feeling. Like, I get it. That's his guy. Jerry has his guys. When you're in that circle of trust, you're safe. Okay, that can be safe. But you also have to find a better way to let him know that what we saw a few weeks ago is unacceptable. Yeah. And I don't think he did that. But it is acceptable because he's not going to bring anyone to compete for the game. Well, because they don't have a better replacement right now. They're not looking. Trey Lance was should, just a million. Well, give him to the draft, Mike. That may change. Look, give him to free agency. Right. That may change. Okay. Right now, we can say that. I think it's fair right now. And then, they I never- said that last year at this time and the year before that at this time. <laughs> Let's see what they do in the draft. Maybe they'll get a quarterback. Dude. Well, they did. They got Trey Lance. 
But his, see, his rookie he's deal is He's a big up. name suck ass. It's going to cost them too much to keep Trey. I, I don't think, think Trey toast. Lance can play. If he could, Kyle Shanahan wouldn't have dumped him to one of his arch rivals in the same conference. I disagree. I need on that Trey. kid to show me a hell of a lot more. I, think, I hope. I hope you're right. No, what I'm thinking. Well, my thought process on Trey, since he's a cowboy, we can stay here. <clears throat> okay. Um, once they brought in the other quarterbacks, yeah. and again, you could say that this is a trait that you know you don't want your quarterback to have. I think he lost all confidence after what brought. He got hurt against the Bears last year in the monsoon game. Got hurt. Brock Purdy comes in. And well, Joe Rock Garoppolo came in, Jimmy came in, then he got hurt, then Brock Purdy took off. And once that happened, I think Trey was done mentally. Now, you could easily say, well, Rudy, I don't want a guy that's mentally done because his backup's doing better on my team. And I would say, hey, you know what? I accept that. But I refuse to believe that that scouting department in San Francisco that moved hell and high water to get Trey Lance, that all of a sudden that kid can't play. I refuse to believe that. Now, do I do I like the fact that he got mind mind effed by the fact that everybody in the locker room rallied around Purdy and it screwed him up during training camp and he couldn't get the, he couldn't get his legs back underneath him? That's a red flag. But I do think he can play. That's a scouting department that I trust, and they moved three four picks up to get him. That scouting department, yes. Do they miss all of them? Do. San Francisco is one of the best in the business. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you Trey Lance can't play, but I am going to tell you that he may be a little bit mentally weak, which is a huge red flag for a quarterback, but I think he can play, and this is a fresh start for him in Dallas. But I don't think he's going to get the opportunity to compete for the gig either. If I said, make me a list of the five worst possible franchises for a mentally (laughs) disturbed quarterback to go try to find himself, you got them Cowboys. Fair. He didn't get sipped to the Dolphins. He ain't in Cleveland. He's in fucking Dallas. And if you got mental problems coming in, you're going to have mental problems going out. Okay. I'm just not going to cave on this shit because I am a disgruntled, pissed off, tired of this bullshit Cowboy fan. They're they're out of mulligans. They're out of benefit of the doubt. They could go 17-0 next year. I'm going to be up here with my arms folded. I still refuse to believe that. There would be – if they really come out and they're on fire – there will be something that happens within the season that makes you come back. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Like, Give a chance. Yeah. Things might be different. This <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, I know what I said. She bought a new dress. It looks like, real good. I remember when Rudy first got here, <laughs> and I said, if they went 17-0, and 0, I would still be like, hell no. But that was then. This is now. This is this now. This is what happens to y'all every year, man. Not me. It ain't happening. And by the way, they ain't going 17-0. They no, might not go 10-7. and 7. They may go 8-something. and something. I want to see if they're going to major league around McCarthy. I want to see if they're going to do a pull a major league around McCarthy. I want to see how much they respect McCarthy and how much they want to play for him because they all know that that's a business and they all know that things don't look good for him. I want to see if they're going to pack their shit and say, sorry, fuck you, Mike. Or they say, fuck that. Mike's our guy. Let's go. Who's going to rally the troops in the group and say, no, man, we got Mike in this situation. Let's get him out of it. I want to see where their respect level is for Mike McCarthy. I want to know where Zach Martin, Tank Lawrence. The leaders. I want to know where their their mindset is around number four. I don't know how they go to bed at night convinced that he's fine. They did love that dude. Then CD's mama came out and said he's trash. (laughs) And Micah Parsons' brother said we're done. And even Dak's brother said we're tired of Dallas fans. (laughs) Dude, he's going to lose that room. Dak Prescott is. Dak. 
not yeah. McCarthy. Yeah, or Dak both. will lose that room. If he, there's probably some doubt now, but if we get back into the same scenario again next year, and they he shits the bed like this, he'll he'll they'll they'll be they'll be wanting to get his ass out of the franchise. Hmm. It's a it's a terrible situation up there. There are twelve win shitbag situation. It is dysfunctional. <laughs> they got a big mansion. They got four car garage. They got country club memberships. Let me look this and up. Everybody knows Keep that talking. there's dysfunction in there. Because I want to. That's make dysfunction a point, that in that family. Go ahead. They know that, and at some point, the family members will start realizing it. It's like them family members that you find, like these. I can't believe it. we just never expected this family to have this happen, where he shot all the family and blew his head off. Can I That's s- the Cowboys waiting right. to happen up there. Can I speak as a Bear fan? As a Bear fan? You can speak I, anytime you want. So just, this, is, this, is, this is what I'll tell you, Cowboy fan. As a Bear fan, Vikings, Arizona, Carolina, Atlanta, Jets, Patriots, Titans, I'll take 12 wins three years in a row all day long. I just it's like this is this is the, this is that situation where you know you're bitching about your bills and you nothing's going right and then you look out the window and your your neighbors they can't get in their house and all their shits on the lawn you're like damn I'm bitching and this it's a lot worse for somebody else I look and I'm not saying I'm not trying to give you I'm not trying to give the Cowboys a pass I'm just saying there's a good 10 12 teams that would trade places with you right now Right. I mean, there's crackheads right now out begging on the streets of South San Antonio, but I got to pay my rent, too. I get to bitch about my problems. I may have rich man problems, but I still got problems. And their problems are dysfunctional. It's in the water. I'll take three years at 12 and 5 as a Bear fan, Mike. You're there. They're there. They're there. It's just there's... That almost in some ways is worse because they're they're here, but they're never going to get over here. They're here. They're never going to go there. And those other cities you mentioned, Chicago may be the difference. Chicago, that's bad. They have hope. And the problems they have. New England has hope? Sure. And they know that. The Jets have hope? Well, they they don't have this miscellaneous culture issue that Dallas has. Okay. If the Patriots get to the point where they're winning 12 games again, they're not going to worry about playoff meltdowns because the quarterback loses his shit in the postseason. That's a Dallas problem. The Cowboys have rich man problems. You are right. But they got they got they got the FBI raiding their house and taking envelopes out of the den. They got cartel problems. Yeah, they're rich, but they got rich man problems that I don't think are fixable. Right. Not anytime soon. It's like, oh shit, we didn't pay our taxes. The IRS is at the door. Like Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson was a multimillionaire, and all of a sudden he forgot to pay taxes for, you know, all of his life. And the IRS showed up, and they're having an auction off all of his shit. That's rich man problems. Poor man problems are, how am I going to eat tomorrow? Oh, 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 homeboy, I, I had to rob you a liquor store because I'm on Which the street. Which problems do you want? You'd rather have the rich man problems, right? I don't think I would. But when, they, when, when they've repeated themselves for 29 years. Okay, well. I'm for gonna- the same reason. I'm gonna use my since we're uh, we're almost at the NBA All Star break. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna use my All Star game analogy on Dak. Every time the All Star game, every time the selections are made, somebody says such and such got Mike Taylor got robbed. Okay, he did. Who you want to take off the team? So you saying like Dak's the problem? Okay, what's your answer? What's the replacement? 
It's like you don't quit a job until you have a job. Like you, I, I can't, I can't divorce Dak, and I don't have a, I don't have an answer yet. Yeah, you can. You can extend his contract, keep him, and start trying to replace him. You can do that. You can, you can keep a guy oh, on so the you, job. That's what I'm saying. So, but you're keeping him for now, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Then we, then there's no, there's. Well, I mean, no, no, no. I can page. be talked into releasing his ass outright and eating the fifty nine million next year. I could. You told me they're going to release him today. I think I might have a celebration in here. So, the, but then you want to move up in the draft, right? Because this is a heavy quarterback draft. If you're yep. going to do that, you want to trade a, a first next year or something to move up Maybe. to get yeah, Penix yeah, yeah. or you got to do Drake something. May or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then cool. Then there's no debate. But you know what they hope happens? They hope Trey Lance figures it out, develops over the next one or two years, and as Dak phases out, Trey Lance takes his spot. That's the easiest thing that could happen for them, and they get lucky again. That'd be in the perfect world. Like they got lucky with Dak. They got lucky with Romo because they don't do the hard things you have to do like the Packers and the 49ers do and and the Chiefs did with Alex Smith by still drafting Mahomes. They don't make these hard-ass decisions and because they're worried about hurting people's feelings. Right. It's difficult. I remember um, I was watching Marcus Spears the other day on television and he's talked about how when he got to Baltimore, he only saw Steve Bashotti twice in a year. Which makes it a lot easier for Steve Bashotti and the GM to be like, that motherfucker can't play. He's got to go. Mm-hmm. When you're Jerry and you go and hang out and you invite him to the game and you give him your seat to American Airlines Arena to go see the Mavs, it makes it a lot tougher to make those decisions. And I think that's, again, it's who he is. I'm not asking the man to change. He's 80-something years old. He's not changing. But what I'm saying is, like, the things that y'all want done – they're just not going to happen because Jerry has a relationship with Dak. Correct. He had a relationship with Garrett. Right. Romo. And it's those the things that y'all want to be done to be ran like an organization is just not going to happen. These so, are rich man problems so I don't then, want because you can't get out from underneath them. Again, I, I hate blaming Jerry. I feel like it's so easy. I feel like it's got we got to dig deeper than that. When you dig deep, you come up to him. <laughs> it starts with him, man. There's just a, there's yeah. a soft ass mentality in that whole program. It's soft. They're soft. They're soft. Kobe Bryant couldn't play it for the Cowboys. He would quit. He'd leave. Oh no, he'd be cursing at Jerry on the phone in the parking lot like he was cursing. At Tim the- Duncan could not be a Cowboy. Kobe? Yeah, he could. No, he couldn't. He'd be out of there. There's too much That's bullshit. A great question. Champions. So Tom couldn't. Ray play. Lewis so Tom, couldn't play Tom for the could, Cowboys. Tom Brady can't play for Jerry Jones. Fuck no. He gets sick of it quick. So would Ray Lewis, Ronnie Lott, people like that. Championship player. Mike Singletary. They couldn't have been not under this. Not under Jerry Jones. Not in the last twenty years. Under Jimmy, that sure. That's a very interesting take. Because I think, but soft that shit. Good Mike, players with a lot of talent. Troy and, Emmett and Mike played for him. I, I consider them dogs. They played for Jimmy. Oh. They played for Jimmy. Name me one dog that they've had <laughs> My bad. since. Let's go with Parcells because okay, now you're going back 20 years. Well, I thought he used Parcells to get a new stadium. He damn sure did. That's but at did. least Parcells could bring in dogs. And he in Parcells, if Parcells was guilty of anything, he, he relied too much on his old Jets and Patriots players, bringing in Bledsoe and Testaverde, yeah, this kind stupid. of thing. Yeah. I guess my kid, I'm going to answer my kid real quick. Hey, I man. You're on there. Hello. Hey, I, I'm I'm on the show. Were you walking to school? Yeah. All right. I love you. Um, how's the weather? It's not raining, is it? Uh, nope, not raining, but it's pretty cold outside. All right. Well, Thunderdome loves you. Rudy says hello. Hello. 
Thunderdome says hello. Have a good day. Hit me up when you get out of school. I won't be on the air by then. We can chat while you're walking home. Okay. All right. Love you, man. Love you. Okay, bye. Yeah. See, here's what happened. The show used to be at 10, and he normally calls me yeah. around 11.45 when they're walking to school, and now I'm on the air. Oh, well, I'm not on the air. I am live on digital platforms. Yeah, you're just live. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. Live. So, so, but but we'll, I'm still going to we'll, answer it, though. It's fun. Well, shout out to wherever he lives. Because I mean, it must be safe as shit. I, I wouldn't. I can't let my kids walk to school. It's crazy times out here. Oh really? Who was in here talking about soft ass parents yesterday? I well, let I can't kids. let little little Miho walk to school. I, I, God I, forbid, he might trip and scrape his knee. I told you I was a soft parent. These kids walk to school. These kids cook. They do all their own laundry. Bullshit. Yeah, they do. Wait, wait, wait. How, old, how old is your son and daughter? How They're old are twelve. They? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. twelve. I'm thinking they're six, seven years no, old. No, no. Oh, 12. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, no, they're good. They're very independent kids. Okay, cool. I like that, too. Are they latchkeys? Uh, yeah. yeah. They all, Often they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, and thank God for that. It's, it allows me to, I know we were in the middle of cowboy talk, yeah, which is completely like, non-secretive. It's all good. It, uh, but this has something to do with the cowboys. I'm going to make right. it Ooh, relate. Okay. Watch. Go. Let's go, Dan Rather. Because... I probably would not be able to have made the move home, started this whole network. Come back to San Antonio, okay. Had those kids not been able to be independently enough to understand daddy still loves us, our relationship's great, it sucks we're far apart, he comes here three or four times a year to hang out with us, we'll go there to visit too, we make it work. They're kids of divorce, they had to get a little tough, mm-hmm. and thank God they're pretty independent, right? And that keeps, and I'm, I sleep great at night because of that. And I have no worries about how they're going to turn out because fundamentally, we don't have culture issues in the family the way the Dallas Cowboys do. Well played. Those, the Dallas Cowboys well don't let you walk to school, the Dallas no. Cowboys wash your laundry for you. They take Chipotle to school for you every day because you don't want to eat cafeteria food. I almost said F you. <laughs> I almost cussed you out. I almost cussed you out. Well played, sir. I'm just giving well you played. Shit. I know you are. I just here's the thing. As a cowboy fan, I'm all the way to the bottom. Anything that happens good, I'll come on here and say that's good. I agree. But I, here's what I got to do. And I did this for a while and I got my hopes back up because I'm a, such a big Dak fan. And I wanted so badly for him to be the exception, and he's gonna overcome Jerry Jones's bullshit. He's gonna he's gonna be the guy that breaks through. He's the dog at the most important position. He's gonna win championships despite yeah, sure. the silliness. But it didn't work out, and Dak got sucked into all that poison too, and that's unfortunate. So here's what I'm telling you right now. I'm really telling me. I'm saying it live to our viewers. So you got to hold me to this. Because you keep thinking I'm on a cave and be like, oh, you it's going to be different this year. You are. You are. Trust She's me. going to therapy. Some she point, quit doing cocaine. At some point next year, you'll cave. No, nah, no. Nah. They'll, the, they'll win a big game against San Francisco Here's and you'll cave. Go ahead. We have to be able to get through an entire season mm-hmm. and react to individual days, training camp, stories, position battles, injuries, guys that they draft that look good, guys they draft that don't look good. We're, we're going to react to them in real time with all the things that come down. Dan Quinn leaves. Okay, cool. I have to make myself stop always going to, yeah, but they got no chance to win playoff games. We'll worry about that in December. I just got to, you know what I'm saying? 
on Mondays during the season, when we come in here and talk Cowboys I, after I, I, a game, I'm following a little. we're going to talk about this particular yeah, game knowing that doubt, deep down in my heart, I have no hope no, for January. No, we got to go game by game. I, I don't believe yeah, in I that shit. Like, oh, well, we who gives a shit right now? Well, where do they stack up today? Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't have time I don't for do that. that. Because they just, got, that. they just gave up half a hundred to the Packers again yeah. after looking great all season long. And number one offense and Dak's all pro. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I and every and when I come in here on a month, let's say they beat the shit out of the Bears. I didn't even seen the schedule. They score forty eight, and Dak throws for five hundred yards. I'm gonna come in here on Monday and be like, Nate, Dak was fantastic. They look sensational. They look great. They're rolling. They're they're looking good for this coming week's game. That does not mean, uh oh, Mike thinks to go win the Super Bowl. At no point will I think that I'm gonna I'm just gonna react in real time and not always go back big picture all the time. I we was, all know I don't trust him, but that's okay. I can still react in the moment. That makes sense? Yeah. Right. I wasn't on with you this year, obviously. What point this season did you allow yourself to say, damn? Let me look at the schedule. Let me go back. Say, I'm a, yeah. I don't want to lie to Cause, you. Yeah, because like, I, I, there was a point, there was a turning point in the season for a lot of Cowboy fans this year. I can't remember when it was. Again, it wasn't week five because obviously that's when they got uh, curb stomped by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But a few weeks after that, they – Cowboy fan told themselves, damn, I think we got a shot. I gave them a mulligan the first couple weeks. That, now, forget, maybe they beat the Giants 40 to nothing on opening night, remember? Right. But I, but when they were struggling like in Arizona and Dak was bad, I gave them the benefit of the doubt by saying at the time, okay. McCarthy and Dak need to get – they're still working together. This was the first time they've ever worked right. together during Great a point. game. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. need some time. Give them some time. When I thought maybe things are going to be different this year, it was. I'm on. I'll just. I'll tell you. Okay. Go back to the season. Oh, dang it. Where's the shit? Okay. There we go. My bad. All right. So they beat the shit out of the Giants opening night. Well, why are you doing that? All right. So, come up with that. So LG. Here we go. My bad. I no. Go ahead. Ask so, you, okay. I'll ask LG your question. Real quick, and then don't lose your train of thought. Mike's kid calls him and says, hey, Dad, I'm walking to school. My kid just texts me, can you cash at me $5 for some chamoy gummies? <laughs> this, is the, this is the fundamental difference in soft parents and parents that are you know, still like, can I please have $5 on my cash app for chamoy gummies? And I'm about to send it. <laughs> Come on, you. Go off a bucket, cheap bastard. I'm about to send it. But yeah, anyway, continue your thought. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right, Lord. So, honestly, man, I, 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 I thought maybe it's going to be different. Yeah, it when was, was it? it was when they beat the Eagles thirty-three to thirteen on December the tenth. Okay, I thought, well, okay. I was not happy about Dak the way he played in winning time in the loss in Philly in November, mm-hmm. and I would and I tweeted Dak ain't it and all these media people even I don't care about like randos on the street but like even like media people I don't see how you can watch this game and think Dak was the reason they lost well I don't see how you can watch a game and not think that you don't know what you're talking about so that was when you were I was like, out you on Dak in. you get but that's when at but that then point. a month went by and he played fantastic. They laid an egg in Buffalo, but the Bills were desperate. So I'm like, well, I'm, I'm okay with that. I thought Dak played great in Miami. They lost because the defense gave that up. That wasn't a, on Dak. That wasn't on Dak. He played great. 
And even in the Lions game, which the Cowboys got lucky, but still beat a damn good Detroit well, team. A, a Detroit team I that thought, went to the NFC right. Championship game. Okay. I decided, all right, maybe maybe they are going to win a couple. of. Now, at no point did I think they were going to go to the Super Bowl because I knew they, they wouldn't beat San Francisco. I you, thought they'd beat the Packers. Me too. I thought they'd beat Detroit the week at, after that. I thought Dallas was good enough to at least show up in a playoff game. I didn't know that – I didn't I – didn't, I wouldn't like guaranteeing that they were going to beat Green Bay because I respect the Packers and the Packers played great the last six weeks of the season they and did. Jordan Love well, looked fantastic. Well, they were in the playoffs for six weeks. Sure. Right. And I thought the Cowboys could lose. What I did not think was they would no-show and shit that bed right. with diarrhea the way they did. And that was it. I'm done. So we'll react to games, we'll react to storylines, no, but at no point am I thinking, well, uh-oh, Mike's coming around, Cowboy's girlfriend, he's letting her move back in, Super Bowl, no. Okay. They ain't winning the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to go to the playoffs next year, but that doesn't mean I can't praise well, them in gotta, the moment we're a day or by rip day. their ass. No, we're a day-by-day day thing. We're right. not gonna I don't want to overreact yeah. to everything we do. It can't yeah. always be big picture. Well, where does Dak rank this week among all the quarterbacks? That's for the haters. That's for the haters. The haters, after they win every big game, they yeah. come to social media and say, mm-hmm. well, what's going to happen when you run into the Green Bay in the playoffs? I don't, I, we, we don't have the luxury of doing that. We're yep. a day-by-day show. All right. People are wondering, speaking of Mike's parenting, what's up with the car sitch? All right. I'm going to get into that. I just cashed out my daughter. Ten you did? Yeah, ten bucks. She, she only five. asked for five. I know. And you gave her ten. Well, eleven. So when she cashes it out, it'll be an even ten. Where's my money, bitch? Here's what I don't do is tell people how to daddy their kid. You know your baby girl. I've never <laughs> met her. I don't know the situation. No, it's all good. You're the one that said you're soft. I you called soft. yourself I soft. I am soft. Mm-hmm. I am. I can get soft, believe me. I, and I'll tell you this. I've gotten... See, it's funny. Okay. I got four kids, homie. I get, I get hard, too. Uh, I got four kids to feed. Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes with my first two. Me too. I my was first 23 one. years old when I my was oldest eight, was I was born. 18. E. I fucked up a lot. I was 25 when my second baby came. Mm-hmm. Made a lot of mistakes. Coddle them. Because, and it's not an excuse, it's just a fact. My childhood was so fucking deplorable. Sorry, mama. Mine wasn't. I it just was, was too so young. bad. Right that I went to great lengths to protect my babies from that shit. Yeah. And I and I overcompensated. I overcorrected, which is what we do so much in society. Facts. And I made mistakes coddling those two. And everything's great. They're grown they're grown people now. They're they're all fine. Everything's great. But for a long time they were soft and I made a shit ton of mistakes with these two. And now, of course, they're, they're, their parents now are divorced. Hard. Daddy lives far away. I have to be a little hard because I need them to know with me living this far away, I'm still your father. I ain't your buddy. I'm still your daddy. I don't want you thinking because I'm far away. You got, you're going to be messing up, this kind of thing. I will get on a plane. I will come up there. And I will beat you. I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that that part of our relationship to be hurt because I live far. Even if I live next door to their mama, it'd still be the same. Right. So I think I'm, I'm a little harder now. I'm more mature. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I was just a dumb 20-year-old boy same, then. Same. I don't make the same mistakes. I I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, and every kid's different too. You got to handle every kid. Every kid comes with a different set of problems. I've got four. It's four different unique right. characters, four different people. 
four different backgrounds, four different beliefs and likes and spiritual levels and how they view their dad and how they, and of course they got different moms from these other two. So that's the big, that's a big player. It's complicated. Yeah. You want to give your baby 10 bucks for some fucking food? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, some Don't some more gummies. I just hope they're not weed gummies. All right. Now, one of your kids needed a car. All right, we'll get into that. But first, what? Somebody's asked, what do you recommend cigar wise from Texas Cheer Liquor? The, one of the OG supporters of this well, show in on, the building. It depends on which one you're at because they all have a different text. They all have different cigar selections. Right. But like tech, the OG Texas Cheer Liquor, number one, the, my favorite cigar in there is probably the Oliva. Um, it's a medium smoke, brown wrapper, yellow okay. letters, Oliva, not Olivia, Oliva. Okay. All right. The Oliva. Oliva. O-L-I-V-A? The o- yes. The Oliva V. Okay. The Oliva V is probably my favorite cigar to get from Texas Chili Liquor or the Flathead Box Press. Now, that's a stronger cigar. <clears throat> that's going to knock you on your ass. So if you're not a cigar smoker, stay away from the Flathead Box Press because that's going to it's going to slap you upside the head. At some point, you're going to put it out and you're going to waste somebody's money. What do you mean? You're just going to be like, Ugh, out yeah. of it? Yeah. You get your cigar. I, it took me. The first time I smoked a really, my homeboy gave it to me. He said, hey, man, smoke this at home. I was new to the game. And I smoked it at home and I went spinning. I got the spins. Mm. So, like, when you smoke a full body cigar, like, for the first time, sometimes, for some people, it, it, can, it can take you for a ride. And that flathead box press mm-hmm. can take you for a ride. But so if you're not a cigar smoker, I would stay away from the flathead just to be safe. A good solid medium smoke for you would be the Oliva V. Okay, stay now with that, and it's, it's consistent all the way through. All Fantastic right. cigar. At the Super Bowl party, I want I want to I want to light a cigar with you. Are you going to finish it? Probably not. This, that's what I'm saying. So that we're going to keep it. We're going to keep okay. it under ten dollars then. Yeah, right. Just give them a black and mild. No, no I'm that'd not going. That might be okay no too. Yeah, no, we're not doing no, that. No, I don't smoke. You're Mike fucking Taylor. You're not smoking a black and mild. Uh, I appreciate. I don't me, know what I don't know what that with, means, but I appreciate that. If you're with me, that. you're going to smoke a real cigar. I take that complimentary. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I want to light a cigar with you at Southtown 101 before the Super Bowl during our party. Okay. To officially commemorate our our right, our, well, our joint. I'll bring it. But I don't smoke ever. So I need like I need you. the big I'm, I'm the most pussified cigar you got. I'll bring you. I, I got a I got a starter cigar for you. All right, bring that for me. Let me get let me get in on this too. Okay, go. I for got it. you. LG. Go for it. I got. I'll bring. I'll provide us two, us three, a All good right. cigar. How often do you smoke cigars? Never, never. Same. So then I know. So y'all are beginners. I got the cigar for you. We the need training we, wheel cigars. The cigar I, we all came in on is probably the acid. Okay, it's got a it's got a uh, sweet cap. All right. I did acid back in the day. No, not, not that. that. Oh, okay. Right. Damn hoodlum. <laughs> not that acid. It's the the brand is acid. It's under Drew Estate's umbrella. Okay. It's a nice, smooth cigar. Not okay. gonna take you for a run. All right. And you can enjoy it. So, so I got while we're you. on this subject, what what's the big deal with Cuban cigars? Why are they so coveted? So this is the thing with Cuban cigars. They're coveted because they're they're legal. Oh, but the that's thing, it. Oh. Yeah. But the thing is, unless it's got some real real age on it, <clears throat> Cubans are overrated. And, if, right, and, right. and nine times out of 10, I'm going to say nine times out of 10, because there's a small chance. Nine times out of 10, if a guy hands you a cigar and he says, hey, man, this is a Cuban, it's fake. Mm. 95% mm. of the Cubans that come into America are fake. They now, the Dominicans, thing, the, And the right? thing about it, yeah, the thing about it is the reason why you know if a guy gives you 90% of the time gives you a Cuban, it's fake, is because it's, it's over 100 bucks. My buddies who are real cigar smokers, they love me to death. They don't hand me Cubans. 
they cost too much. A box of 10 will run you $1,100, sometimes $1,500. Damn. So they don't just have nobody. If somebody hands you a cigar, either they, you, hey, they got some money mm-hmm. and it's no big deal or it's fake as, it's fake as shit. So again, Cubans are overrated. I've smoked Cubans. They're good. They're really good, especially when they've been aged. But there's no bet. I'm a Nicaraguan guy. I like my I like a Nicaraguan cigar, full body, filler wrapper, binder, Nicaraguan. That's my go-to. I'm a Nicaraguan guy. Okay. Cubans, they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're good. Mm-hmm. But if you if nobody, real cigar smokers have no time for I only smoke Cubans guy. We don't like him. Because we like, yo, bro, you're just showing off. That's not, if you really smoke cigars, mm-hmm. you will know that Cubans are a tad bit overrated. Now, if you're Jordan and Amar Rashad, yeah, they only smoke Cubans. It's a status thing with them. Sure. And they're getting the ones that are really good. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little I different. It. It's different. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my okay. bad. Well, look. I digress. That's Texas. Right. Che- we're talking about Texas Cheer Look, I got, I got a proposal. What's up? Let's talk. We should have our people that plan to come out and hang out with us at the Super Bowl party at Southtown 101. Let's do it. Should go to Texas Cheer Liquor, mm-hmm. buy a cigar, and we all have a huge have a smoke out. light up as a group. Let's do How it. How badass would that be? That would be fantastic. We need a, a smoke out. Let's yeah. do a smoke out. I'm probably going to take two hits, and that's it. So don't waste money on my cigar. I'll buy my own. I need your help on buying it. I got you. Two what? Two hits. <laughs> we're gonna have a smoke out. I'm writing that down. I don't want to forget. All right, we're having a smoke out at the Super Bowl party. All right, so I'm gonna go to Texas Cheer. Um, we, uh, number six has number a six. has a humidor. It's a solid humidor. I bought one. Is over it all there. pretty much the same at every one of the stores? Uh, I'm sure the, they get different imports one, here and there. Number one and number five have huge walk-in humidors, okay. so they have more. Of a Maybe selection. I'll go up to one. Yeah, go up to one or go All to right. the one in Bernie. We they do have, have one walk. at six. I'm not, I'm not again. I, I need just something. A, that's just, just a case. I just need to get me by. Number one has a walk-in. Mm-hmm. All right. I just need to get something to get me by this little party. I'm going to take a couple yeah, of hits yeah. and be done. Let's all have a smoke out. We'll all light up. We'll smoke right before the Super Bowl outside because Southtown has a lot of outdoor seating. We'll go out there and we'll light up and then we'll go inside and watch the game. That'd be a good bit. Let's do it. All right, cool. Very good. Okay, on the car. So my 25-year-old didn't found herself without a car. She's been either, and she was on on occasion. She has to Uber to work, which is stupid because she don't make enough money to be Ubering anyway. I mean, why are you going to Uber when you you just paid, you just spent what you make an hour to Uber? <laughs> so she had a buddy she was working with. Uh-huh. I don't want to say where she works. Some of y'all may know, but um, so a buddy's been taking her, but she didn't have a car. She's twenty five. She can't go to run errands and whatever. She has she to borrow this. my car. It's crazy. But she ain't got no credit. She had two thousand in cash that she saved, which I was proud of. And I told her, "Let's see if we can find you a little car." I don't want to co-sign if I don't have to. If although I, I will to. consider it. A lot of y'all trashed soft. my ass. It's soft. soft to co-sign. I'm kidding. I know that would be soft. That's what I'm saying. Co- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's soft. Yeah. So yesterday we went on a little manhunt. And what did we come up with? What's the what's the verdict? I, I I tried a few different places. LG even helped me with the, with the number, and we 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 tried oh, a few different right. places. And we wound up finding my daughter a car yesterday. We're gonna go pick it up tomorrow. No way. Yes, sir. We're good. Thunderdome was very helpful. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I want to give a shout out to pre-owned cars of SA. Is that on Pre-owned cars of San Antonio on Southwest Military Drive. Okay. 
So I have to work today. My daughter's working tomorrow. I got a little bit of downtime after the show. I don't have to be at work till like 4 o'clock. We're going to run down to the south side, pick this car up, and she's going to take it on her merry way. Got a little uh, got a little Kia Soul. Perfect. Yeah, and her payments it's, are 350 a month. Gas is cheap. It's a 2020. Gas is cheap. I was, I was just looking for some little beater, but she got a nice little car. Not Three, to rain on your parade, but okay. watch out for them Kia boys. The TikTok challenge. Uh, they, they, oh, that was yeah. a thing. They were stealing them. They still are. Kias and Hyundai's. What is are it the they most, get out of them? They're the easiest cars to steal in the world. And they just want to. And go they live they do it for them. TikTok views. Yeah. And it's a big problem in San Antonio. Well, they've got. I've read about this. They've got decent parking where she works. We have a gate. Okay. At my cool. spot, so you got to have some business in there. There's cameras everywhere and stuff. And she's got full coverage. To my knowledge, oh. yeah, she's got insurance. To my knowledge, that's not happened where we live. Knock on wood, but I did read about this. We did half a segment on this, I think, last year. Um, but that's what she got, and Daddy wound up having to co-sign. You did? Yeah, yeah. So, Round of applause. Because I'm not soft. You are soft. I, I, when, we, when we signed the deal, I said, I got two questions for you, love of my life. Firstborn baby girl. Whose car is it? Mm, no. Whose car is it? It's our it's car. Ours. Who's paying for it? You are. Got it? Got it. All right. So that's where we are. We're going to see how things go. I ain't going. I'm not going to be. Oh, well, this is. This is. I'm going to dance with who brung me. The first time she's late on that payment, I, I'm, I'm stepping in and taking that car over. Ain't no. I know late, Daddy. I need. Can you spot me a hundred dollars? I'm short. No, no. It's three fifty. Your job. You. You don't. You pay. You make way enough to budget this car okay. in. I don't want to hear a car got missed car payment. Gonna call my ass, and I ain't making up for that. I ain't doing that anyway. See, I thought you. Were, I thought you were going to say the one question you asked her was when can I get my name off of it. No, 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 no. I'm good. As long as the payments keep getting made and all that kind of thing, you know, we're good. It's fine. Well, good. It was a good time. We had. It was her. We spent all day together. It was a bonding. It was a bonding. It was great. It was a daddy daughter date. Yeah. So I helped her out. Um, she gave you a big old hug. Yeah, she's excited. She's super happy. Nothing like getting a car, man. So she's That's got a, you know that feeling. Yeah. You know that feeling when you sure. get your car. Yeah, That's yeah. A great what was feeling. your first car as a kid? Nissan Altima, 22 years old. I had to wait. I know. 22. Like, 21, 22, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. As soon as I started at uh, Nationwide, mm-hmm. I went and got me a little Nissan Altima. It was yeah. fire. I liked it. I was spoiled. I, I got lucky. I called Shaka. Got super lucky. Um, I was with my grandmother full time by the time I was in high school, thank God. Uh-huh. And when I was 16, actually, I had, a, I had a license at 15. I, I got a hardships license. Can you still get a hardship license in 2K24? You can get your permit. I, I got a my hardship license at 15. And my grandma bought me, this is 1991. She bought me a 1987 Honda Prelude. Oh, those were dope. Those were dope. And it was red. It was beautiful. My first car was a beautiful 87 Prelude. Loved it. Did you Loved ever it. clap any cheeks in the Prelude? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a two-seater, though, ain't it? Well, I was, I'm was i only five foot nine, and I was 20 pounds lighter in those days. I didn't take up as much room, Rudy. I mean, who didn't? I mean, well, yeah, yeah of course. Okay. I just wonder. <laughs> All right. If y'all want fine quality content like this every day for two hours... Talk to him, Mike. Um, your free, your free taste. We're like drug dealers. We give you a free taste for a couple of weeks. <laughs> then we're gonna want your money. So just, I want to remind everybody. This is such a fitting 
uh, your outfit's the reason I brought this out. This is why that analogy's in my head. What? Let me go one more button. You down look like Isaac Hayes let me today. Go, let me go one more button down. Look at that. Look at that. I see. I even shaved the chest last night. You did. Yeah. Dang! Look at that. Butt booty. Butt booty chest, baby. Since we're talking, since we're talking, since we're talking drug dealers, let me go one more button for now. Just for now. All right. So y'all are getting a free taste. It's now, if you're watching or listening to this thing live, it's now in the 12 o'clock hour. Come Monday, you won't get to listen to this thing unless you're a member. The second hour anyway. So our plan Monday, what we're going to do is we're going to start at 11 o'clock like we've always been doing since we started this thing up last week. From 11 to 12, you're going to get a free one hour in the building with me and Rudy and DJ LG. But at 12 o'clock, we're going to let Rudy take a leak. I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee. And at 1230, we're going to resume our show on Monday with a second edition of In the Building. So basically, we're going to do two-a-days every day. That second one is going to be for members only. All right? And the we, this is a strategic thing we're doing as a little company. By the way, you know me. I pull back the curtain. I'm, I'm not I afraid to talk. That. I talk I, business with people. Radio. I talk business with people. That's my favorite radio is pull back the curtain. Because I, I want them to know. We're a fledgling little show here. You know? I need you to stop saying that. We are fledgling. No, we're not. Okay. We're well, fine. we're trying to present big time, but... We are. But, I, but again, we're you all in this shirt? together. I'm a, I'm a TCU fan. I'm used to being the underdog. I'm having. I'm okay. used to having a hustle for my shit. Yeah. Um... The point is, we're going to go to members only starting 1230 every day. We're still going to have the free 11 to 12, but then we're going to do 1230 to 132 some days. Uh, wait, 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 whoa. Whole we different didn't, show. We didn't talk about that. At least an hour. We're doing, you're doing two hours now. We're going to do one hour, take a break, do another hour. You added 30 minutes to my shift. I get, we're giving you a 30-minute break. You can run up to the store, get something to eat, whatever. Okay. That's what he said we should do. I I propose we start five minutes after we end the free one. Well, we got to ask. LG. He wanted to wait. He makes this thing go, so we got to. That's see correct. If okay that's why I told him fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Let's so go. eleven to 12, 30 minute break. Twelve thirty to one thirty. That's okay. it. We're asking you to stay thirty minutes later right, than cool. normal. All that's right. Fine. And that second show we're going to do every day during the week will be for members only. We have a little bit over a hundred members right now, and I and I would day. like to see that thing go to about five thousand members. It's only six dollars a month. That's it. It's it. the cheapest drug there is. Yeah, you know, and we're not going to repeat stuff either, unless it's a massive story right. and you know Jerry Jones has sold the Cowboys or something. You know, uh, short of that, you're going to get two different shows every day, same same guys, different content. So if you don't, you're not a member, and you're happy with just that one hour, then that's fine. But if you want to get that second hour, just know that you're missing out on all exclusive new content, new stuff. And I want to make it to where that I don't want to. I'm not going to save all my good stuff for the paid hour. We're going to do our same old show, just how we would do it anyway. We just have that second hour where it's for members only, and see how that works out. It's six bucks a month. Y'all are spending. You spent more than that this morning at the damn Starbucks. Y'all that stopped yeah, for coffee, tacos, and a coffee. Oh, you, you just bucks. yeah, it's every it. day. Yeah, we got guys in here tipping 20, 30 bucks a day, and I love you for that. You do that's three months worth of membership. Dude, it's seventy two dollars a year. That's it. Yeah, seventy two bucks a year to watch your favorite show uh, in town. That's easy. It's, I would do that. Is there an option to pay it all up front? I don't think so. Okay, no, no that's worries. all on YouTube. That's YouTube. okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to ask people. I don't give a, I'm not asking you for seventy two bucks. No, six, I'm just saying sometimes, sometimes you had a good week at work. You just yeah. I just want to knock out the year. Yeah, I'll look, I'll look into it. So okay, look make into something. It. This because the only re- only reason why is because you know. I've done a lot of different small businesses, and sometimes when you get somebody that's on an impulse, 
you want to cash in. If somebody wants to drop the 72, I want to be able to cash in on that. Just get it done. That's fine. Yeah, we yeah. should let them, if they want to do that, that's Some cool. Some people operate better that way. Right. But you can't go getting it back when you get mad in a month. You don't want to listen to us anymore because you don't like Taylor's opinions on stuff. Yeah. So Mike goes on a rant and you piss the world off. Or yeah. me. And my mind's coming. I'm saving it. I'm, 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 at some point, I'm going to make us lose like four members and I'll have to live with it. I may never go on another angry rant again. It just I react to the news day and what's going on in, in the world and in my life. So I might get mad again. I may not. I right. try to keep it organic me too point being i'm not gonna save all my good shit for that second no we're not hour. doing that we're gonna do a regular show like we're doing today like, we're just gonna take a break in the second hour you gotta pay for it Six like bucks. perfect example like dan quinn news broke today mm-hmm. it's not like we're gonna be like well we're gonna talk dan quinn at 12 30 we're gonna still talk dan quinn in the first of hour. course that's what big story i don't yeah. want people thinking that oh well i'm never gonna you know yeah we're gonna yeah, be yeah, fair yeah but I, but I mean, I, I do want people to think. Well, we're gonna save some shit for the, you know, for the yeah, members I mean, only. Now. I want you, to, I want people to think, damn, I need to get to that second hour because I feel like I'm missing out on some good stuff. You know, I don't want to be stuck having to listen to Ass Town or whatever the shit is they're playing on the ticket or nothing like that. The best show on this city is ours, and we're just asking you for a little six bucks. That's it. A month, yeah. six bucks for twenty shows a month. Ish. What do we do a month? Twenty shows or so. Some sometimes it's five weeks. In yeah. A month, so so yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. That's that's nothing. Nada. 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 Way. That's not that way. That's it. We, Nada. Way. That's it, Holmes. So that's it. So that's all. So be advised. Monday, the second hour is members only, starting Monday henceforth. All right. It's time for the punch of the day, brought to you by the law office of the Orlando Kell Law Firm. Hook Orlando Kell is Hook a fine em. Longhorn, but he'll take on an Aggie or a UTSA Roadrunner. Or a dropout. You don't care. He's a man of the people. He's a thunderdomer, and he's our guy. Family lawyer. It is uh, Orlando Kell. If you have a family lawyer that you need, look at that. Ruth just became a member. Love you hard, Ruth. Thank you That's very much. Mama. Appreciate you. Are you serious? That's my mom. Aw. Juanita Garcia just became a member. E- Justin Garcia. Oh, my bad. I can't see. Damn. Bad. Hang on. Juanita. <laughs> Yo, it's in red. Close, I misread it. Here we go. I'm old. I got any glasses. It was tiny on the screen. Justin, not Juanita. Thank you, thank you, thank you, mom. Does your mama live in Tyler? No, she lives in Dallas. Oh, that's right. She moved to Dallas. Salina, 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 right by Prosper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the great. That's the legendary G. A. Moore's place. He was there for forty years. He's one of the. He's one of the winningest high school coaches in the history of this country. More winning than Jeff Trailer. Oh, shit ton more than Jeff won. Yeah, yeah. G. A. Was he spent forty plus years coaching high school ball? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, it's Orlando Kill. Whether you live in Northside, Southside, Bernie, Fredericksburg, it's worth getting Orlando on your team. Thunderdumbers have been using him over the last several months when they need a family lawyer for whatever reason it might be. It's Orlando Kill. All right, so who are you punching today? Do you have anybody? You want me to go first? You go first. All right, I want to punch. I don't like punching people often. I like I like your punches. Go ahead. Why don't you see? You but I do. Either. I have one today. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. All right. I want to punch the Chancellor of the University of Tennessee. Chancellor <gasps> of the University of Tennessee. Yes. I'm following. Her Let's name go. is her name is Donda Plowman. This is the second woman you've punched this week. I'm not a sexist. I will punch a, I will punch a woman. To well, not punch want, a woman makes me a sexist. Right? Okay, yeah, that's right. Don't get treated evil. <laughs> it's a proverbial punch. Who am I with? Go ahead. Uh, Donde do? Plowman is the chancellor of the University of Tennessee. She's all butthurt and is calling for... Wait, is she black? Because you can't punch... I have no idea. You can't punch nobody black for February. 
That's my only rule. When March start punching, are black you people, serious? I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm fucking with you. I'm messing with you. Surely you can't be serious. I'm Not, kidding, bro. Ninety percent of the people we talk about on this show are black. That's gonna be a problem. Go ahead. You know what? Let me now. I need a look. Now you got you mess with my head, Don Day Plowman. I'm punching. The oh, black she's person. white as shit. Okay. Okay. So it's okay to put. Look okay. at this. How white at? Look at that. She's like. She looks like Jan Brady. Well, Donda sounds black. Donda. Like, ain't, wasn't Ye's mom named Donda? Yeah, he has an album called that. I yeah, think. so yeah, so no, that's just, why I thought she was a sister. I said, "Watch your mouth now. Watch your mouth about the sisters." Look at that. She couldn't be more white. Okay. Look at that. White people. Can't see. All right, go ahead. All right, continue. So punch this like this old gal. Uh, not for real. No, but, I know um, this. Is perf- what is no, this? no. Yeah. So she's butt hurt okay. because they have run amok violating ethics with their NILs up there at University of Tennessee trying to stay competitive in Big John Southern Plantation country. Right. And the NCAA sent her a letter saying, hey, you need to check these collectives you have up there. They're violating our, our ethics rules. Stuff that Jeff Trailer bitches about all the time. Right. And so Donda has come out and annihilated the NCAA saying, look, the NCAA is dying. We don't need to worry about what they say. And she's right to an extent, but here's the problem and the hypocrisy involved. I'm all for NIL. I'm all for guys getting money, all they can. But what's happened is the schools are exploiting these collectives. They're in control of them. Just fucking pay the players. Don't act like, oh, I, well, it's not our problem. He transferred here. He just he got an he got an NIL deal with you know this collective group that runs a car lot down the street. Y'all are in on this. I'm tired of this charade. That the schools are just, hey, well, I got lucky that all these people transferred to Texas. Huh, how fortunate. These kids at Bama just want to be Longhorns. No, y'all are in charge of a collective indirectly, third party. It's still bullshit cheating. It's time to put people on, just pay the players a salary. Have a cap and put some rules in. Get football away from the NCAA. Have a commissioner. Nick Saban comes to mind. He'd be a great first commissioner of the college football league. Who would? Nick Saban. Saban would oh. be great. Now, or I, Mac Brown gonna, would be a I'm good I'm going to defend Donda a bit, Mike. Okay, go ahead. And this is why I'm going to defend Donda a little bit here. Don't come, don't single me out. Don't pick and choose when you want to enforce rules. Fair. Like, we're all doing this shit. Why are you singling us out at Little Old Tennessee? We ain't even one shit. Little we old still, Tennessee. Still little old Tennessee. You know, we, we got 100,000 people yeah, every we week, do. brother. Yeah, we do. Come on now. But, don't single me out, bro. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. Yeah. Why are you calling us out? Yes, we're cheating. Yes, we're going against the rules. But so is Bama. So is Auburn. Sure. So is Georgia. Don't forget so the Aggies. UTSA. According to Nick Saban, the Aggies buy all their players. They do. And they still <laughs> suck. Don't single me out is all I'm saying. And you know what? This is it's the wild, wild west. Why are we trying to why are we trying to police it anyway? So I'll defend Donda in that okay. sense. Okay. And look, and you're on to the big picture point is this ain't about Donda. College football has got to wrangle in some rules here. Let these kids make all the money they want. And if some car lot gives you $1 million, if you'll promise to transfer to the University of Oregon, that's you. That's called capitalism. But the colleges don't need to act like, well, we're not doing anything wrong. Trailer has called out this hypocrisy, too. A lot. He's pissed at the whole I'm system. fine if you have a collective and it's a bunch of car salesmen. But, when but don't have your it. coaches calling me. These kids have gone to Jeff and say, Coach, a coach called me. He's representing the collective of Ole Miss or whatever. That pissed off trailer. There's got to be some regulations, just like we have regulations in the in all the this is a capitalist country, but we have rules and regulations. Right. 
you know, and for a reason, because you exploit stuff and it becomes unethical and you are cheating. There's ethical capitalism. It exists. It's like, what if the NFL had this shit where you can just transfer whenever you want? That'll be all. That should be. Hey, Chiefs fans. Hey, season ticket holders. We're happy that you're giving us forty grand a year to have Chiefs season tickets, but we're gonna need another forty grand from you. Or Patrick Mahomes is just gonna go up and go to the Denver Broncos. I would love that. So you don't want? Col- I think college players ought to have to sign a little a contract, maybe just one year. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Maybe just one year. I had a contract at iHeart, and I got out of it, you but can't I run not a without two. Understood, but. The NFL, of course, this is a, this is a hypothetical. Yeah, the NFL is never going to let no, kids have contracts. No, hell no, hell no. It's a contract. Yeah, it is yeah, what yeah, it is. I know. We hired you. We drafted you. Now, I hate the draft, by the way. That's pure communism. Can't stand the draft. I think football players ought to be able to pick where they go, but then they sign a contract. I can't when, like wait soccer. The draft. I like soccer. Hear this. When the draft comes around, let's do this. Dive more into that. Oh, that's I, interesting. It's only going to get worse now with NIL. I mean, this kid, now, Caleb Williams, is making ten million dollars a year. I'm not going to fucking Pittsburgh. Who's going got the first? Who, who's got the first pick? Chicago. Bears. His daddy's already <laughs> said we probably ain't going to go. He might come back to school or hold out. No here. shit. Fuck right? the Bears. We're holding out. So that's another problem. Point is, I, I'm absolutely fine with the wild, wild west. I mean, look at our look at our little show. This is the wild, wild west. Make all the money you want on the side. Use our show to make money. I'll do the same thing. We'll do things together, and you'll do things on your own. That's great. Um, you can leave this show anytime you want. You don't have a contract, right? But well, we kind of do. Well, I mean, we, we're business partners now. We we could we, we could buy you out if you asked us. You could pay out if you I wouldn't ask to. for no money. But what's going on in colleges? And I just it's, it's crazy. These are the same people rooted that for 150 years told me these are these are amateurs. <laughs> They're student athletes. They're student athletes. So now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, oh, we get to pay them and. Just pay them. Just freaking pay them already. Just put them on the payroll. But I would take the top five, six conferences, put them in a f- college football league mm. with a regulatory body, and don't have in a chip. What was it? The UCLA coach. It was uh, Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. He had, he's like, our softball team shouldn't shouldn't have to be traveling to Rutgers or because Wisconsin football. For it's soft- insane. Yeah, stupid. Stupid. Keep the conferences. Let football go on its own. Yes. That's the solution. But I don't want to hear this. Oh, well, the NCAA shouldn't be getting mad at us. You're right, and they're singling Tennessee out, and that's not everybody else is cheating. If you're going to be in the SEC, you better be doing what you have to do. It's time to wrangle that in, though. So I'm punching her okay. for today. Who are you punching? Uh, even though it's Black History Month. <laughs> okay. I'm going to punch Lamar Jackson. Okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. Punching, I'm punching Lamar Jackson because I saw a video yesterday that surfaced of OBJ going to the sideline and telling him, dude, when are you going to take off and run? The game changes when you do that. OBJ was like, what the fuck is going on? Literally telling Lamar Jackson this. Now, there's two things to this with Lamar Jackson this season. One, he wanted to stop getting hurt so much. I get it. I get it. But two, I saw Donovan McNabb go through this. I've seen Dak Prescott go through this. The black quarterback doesn't want to be known as the running quarterback. And Lamar Jackson fell victim to the narrative around him. Like, yeah, he's an okay quarterback, but really, when you really break it down, he's a running back. You hear that all year long. You hear that your whole career once you get to the NFL on every show, every day. And he let that infiltrate his thought process and the way he played. There was, I've seen a highlight tape. There's a good five, six plays against the Chiefs where if he takes off run again, I don't know if they're going to win the game. 
But there's five, six plays, and that's just five or six that I saw. If he takes off running, they move the chains, the drive continues on. But because he's allowed the media to infiltrate his thought process into what he is and know, because Dak, Dak was doing this shit. Donovan McNabb was the king of it. Donovan, the, the thing I'll give Donovan, at least Donovan let us let Donovan let it be known. Like, y'all ain't gonna be calling me no damn dual threat running quarterback. I'm a quarterback. I'm just a pocket passing quarterback. And it hurt Dak to some extent. Here now, we go. Especially since he's broken his leg. So I, I, I'm punching Lamar Jackson for not just play, just go play football. Patrick Mahomes isn't out there worried about what you're going to call him. If Patrick Mahomes, if the play calls for Patrick Mahomes to go scramble for 15 yards, that's what he does. If it calls for him <clears> to <throat> scramble to throw, that's what he does. If he throws the deep ball, that's what he does. He's just playing football. Lamar Jackson is trying to change the narrative about him. And, it's, and, it, and in some ways, you could say, like, again, you got OBJ who's past his prime. He's washed. Telling you what in the f is going on? You can you have the ch you have a chance to change the dynamic of this game. What are you doing? So that means OBJ seeing it like why is this taking off running? And I think a lot of yes, is some of it have to do with him getting injured a lot early on in his career. Yes, mm -hmm. but most of it is like no, I got to prove to you. I got to prove to Dan Orlovsky. I got to prove to Jeff Saturday and Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp that I can sit back here in the pocket and throw with throw like Joe Burrow and throw like Patrick Mahomes. Just go play football, bro. I got to punch you for that. Cost your team a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Worried about yeah. media narratives. Yeah, fuck that. It's stupid. But I get it because it does get it. It's, it's, it is a bit of an ass whip if I'm a black quarterback. I know where and they're coming sucks. from. I, I know where that. they're coming from mm -hmm. because it's a because it's used as a negative connotation. It's not like they're saying like, oh, well, he's not really a quarterback. He's a football player. That's not a compliment. It's not a compliment when you're talking about a. If you're talking about it with Aaron Rodgers, it's a compliment. Like, oh, man, he still has the ability to use his legs. He's so crafty. When you're talking about Lamar Jackson, you're like, well, do I really want to pay him fully guaranteed money when he's really not a quarterback? Mm -hmm. And then you, that gets in your head. And you're like, you know what? Screw that. I'll show y'all. And that should never be the case. You got to be, you got to have the ability to block that out and just make the right football play. I'll take 20 runs a game from the quarterback if I'm going, if to, I'm a, if I'm going to the championship. You bet your ass. Hell yeah. Uh, of course, and there is something, that, this, is, this has been a thing for sure. And to suggest that it's no longer a thing is bullshit. We've come a long way since some no, dumbass. Nobody cares about the color anymore. They just want you to make plays. Some but the media gets in your mind. once asked Doug Williams in like 1988, before the Redskins Super Bowl, what's it like to be a black quarterback? <laughs> I, you get to throw the ball and uh, call the plays, and I'm tall. You know, it was ridiculous. I'm glad you brought up Doug We've Williams. come a minute from then. Yeah. Well, so Doug Williams Super Bowl. So I hate Doug. to hear that Lamar yeah. still has that in he his does. head. That it's sucks. clear. That ain't cool. But you brought up Doug Williams. My family, everybody, diehard Cowboy fans, mm -hmm. not, never question it ever in your life. I'm talking about bleed it. So it's the Doug Williams Super Bowl where my cousin Joe's house, they're playing Denver. Again, these are diehard Cowboy fans. I'm young at the time. It's what, 87? Yeah, so late I'm 80s. 10. Yeah. I'm 10. And I'm seeing my whole family go. I'm 10. We're not talking about race and shit like that, but mm -hmm. I'm 10. So I'm looking around the house like, why are y'all all going for the goddamn Redskins? You're Cowboy fans. Y'all hate them. At 10, I'm too young and I'm too young to understand full. This is the first black quarterback to possibly win a chance to win the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, we're going to root on the Washington Redskins at the time. But in my yeah. head, I'm like, no, I'm going for the Broncos. Y'all told me I'm a Cowboy fan. Right. But my, the yeah. whole house, 
is like cheering. I remember this vividly. I, we went, it was either my cousin Joe or my cousin Binky. I can't mm-hmm. remember one of the two, but I remember vividly my the whole house yeah. cheering on the Redskins. Now, you know, at 46, I realized the significance of it. Mm-hmm. But I just, that just took me back. When you brought up Doug, it just took me back mm-hmm. to that moment. It's funny because Black I, History yeah, Month, yeah. The, that's the black history fact of the day. Basically, My yeah. whole family went for the Redskins in 87, even though they hated them. I was the biggest, I I look, I don't hate Dak. I'm, uh-huh. I feel like that they need to move on from him as soon as they can. Right. Even if it's in two years. What When he got hurt, it absolutely affected his head. It took a year for him to get oh, confident. Yeah. He wasn't the same. And the Cowboys have told him, we need you to run less. Not because we don't want our quarterback to run. We don't you you your legs put together with wires now. Right. He can't run as much. This year he ran more than he has the last couple. McCarthy and it finally was great. got through to him. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. He it takes a while to get over that mental confidence. I've t- we've talked about this a lot with Doc Garrett back on the ticket days because Doc talked about how so much of rehab when you get hurt is neck up. Rehab in your mind. Amen. To be especially basketball players. Now you got to go out there and plant and dive and jump and shit. You don't have a quarterback who can be a running threat in this day and age. You don't have a championship you can't quarterback. Have a statue anymore. Yeah. There, the, the, Unless you got a great offensive. Yeah, line. and Burrow blew a knee out early, so he's that's going to limit him. I love Joe Burrow, but that's going to limit him. Going he's one forth. of the few statues that we allow. He can get away with it because he's such a good passer. But as he gets older, I but I don't I don't think Burrow's going to play fifteen years. He he's going to have a shorter lifespan. You think he's injury prone already? I think so. He's been hurt twice now, two major injuries, and he can't run away from pain. Ironically, yeah, you can get hurt running, but you can run away from injuries if you if you can. Now, the thing that Peyton would do, Peyton would just fall. Sure. When Peyton knew Gotta the pocket was collapsing, Peyton was just like, all right, Take I know I can't get away. Mm-hmm. I'm just fall down so I can't get hit. Yep. Maybe that's the, what Joe Burrow is going to have to adopt. Right. Josh Allen, lily white boy from went to Wyoming. He's they the want second, him to run He's less. the second best running quarterback in the league, though. Oh, hell yeah. If he didn't throw interceptions every quarter, he'd be one of the best dual threat running backs in modern times because he's such a good runner. You yeah, better be able to run smartly, of course. Right. Not slide. all the time. Got to slide. Got to get out and of bounds. Mahomes can run. He, he's oh, just real yeah. smart about it. He's just super smart. That's about unfortunate. It. To, to I didn't see that where Lamar actually. He's no, just trying I, to my, that's get my that, opinion. Yeah, but he's got to get that out of his head. That's, that's that my can't opinion. Be, and by the way, if you get labeled where you're just a black running quarterback, fuck you. I make fifty million dollars a year. We won. We won thirteen games. And but see, and it's like it's the old shower shoes thing with Bull Durham, my favorite baseball movie of all time. If he wins the Super Bowl, he won't hear no labels. He can run forty times a game. Right. You have sh- you, nobody wants you to have fungus on your shower shoes, mm-hmm. unless you've won twenty games in the big leagues. You run, you win twenty games in the show. The media will just think you're colorful. But until you win twenty games in the show, it means you're a slob. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. The point is, <laughs> good lord. The point is. F Jeff Saturday. No, I'm not saying that Jeff Saturday. Morons. I'm just talking about yeah, the TV. He J- let the Jan in my humble opinion. He you let think the, so? he That's let that blind. narrative affect how he plays. Like I'm going yeah, to win bullshit. this game from the pocket because there were again. I've seen it. You could probably YouTube it. Lamar Jackson opportunities to run for 15, 20, maybe 40 yards because of how talented he is. Nope, I'm going to sit in the pocket and mm-hmm. prove y'all wrong. They played as as if they were tanking the game because the NFL wants Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. They didn't. Sh- 
Well, I don't what understand that? that. I don't what know. What was that? They hung 35 it on It made you Houston. think the shit was scripted, didn't it? It's not scripted. I know it's not. But, but it looked sometimes like Sometimes you watch it and you're like, why didn't he run right there? If I found yeah. out that Lamar Jackson, like the mafia, was threatening to murder his family if he didn't throw the game, I would have been like, yeah, you can go back and look at the tape. He looked like the 1919 Black Sox out there. Zay Flowers, great long catch, gets up and throws the ball at the defender and dances over him. Like, and then you fumble right after that at the goal line. <laughs> you're like, yo, what am I watching? I don't all right, show brought to you in part by RNR Auto Glass, the what official up, auto glass repair company of uh, in the building, baby. They're right there at 281 in Nakoma. If you're going northbound on 281, you exit Nakoma, you take a left. They're just across 281 on the left hand side, about a quarter mile. It is RNR Auto Glass, Budo San Antonians, 210 340 2588, or rnrautoglass.com. Autoglass.com. It is time for Mantertainment News on what you got? In the what Building. What you got? I love Mantertainment. I'm gonna keep doing I'm gonna keep doing this segment till it gets a sponsor. I feel good about the possibilities, by the way, of that happening. All right. Where to lead? I like this music. Where to begin? What is this, LG? Just random random production music. Okay. All right. Well, as Rudy has so eloquently stated multiple times today, it is Black History Month. Gosh damn right. Is today the first or yeah. the second? It's God, the first man. of the month. Good wake Lord. up, wake up, wake up. Cash your checks and come up. One major commercial company, a major giant department store has come under fire here at the beginning of Black History Month. Who we got? Target. What do they do? They charge overcharge for their stuff and then have the worst restrooms in America? Is that what it is? Not just that. That's all the time. But for this particular time, Target has come under fire for selling books on Black History Month on their shelves that were grossly inaccurate. Mm. They had About. a book on the shelf okay. trying to celebrate, celebrate Black History. The name of the book was called Equal Rights for All, The Story of Civil Rights in America. It's a, it's an animated book, and it's got all these different animated pictures of all these black history makers, all these heroes. I'm listening. And they had the wrong name under the pictures, often, all several of them. Like half the book, with their names were wrong. So it it's was, not Target's fault. It's the publisher, but Target sold it. They're the ones that exclusively agreed to sell the book, but so no one proofread the Frederick thing. Douglass, but it had Malcolm X underneath. Pretty much, yeah. It was a picture of Harriet Tubman, but it had Oprah Winfrey written yeah, underneath it. Yeah, not that bad. But so, two of the examples I've looked up here. The publisher did that on purpose. Okay, hang on. Save that. I want to know. Okay, save that. Okay. So, for instance, see, I'm gonna see this little picture here. Yes. This is, this is a guy by the name of Carter G. Woodson. Okay. So he's not world famous, but that's the point of the book. They want you to learn about some black history. people, black history that we don't makers that aren't Oprah or Barack Obama. Right. But except here's the problem. That's not Carter G. Woodson. That's W.E.B. Dubois, the great author, the Pulitzer Prize winning literary writer. Like, that's yeah. not real I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. Elsewhere in this book, it was all over Target shelf. We're inclusive. Come in here and learn about black people. Here's our civil rights book. 
Only problem is you got the wrong names under these black people. This they had the wrong name under Booker T. Washington. Who did they have? What was his name? Uh, where'd Richard it go? Richard Sherman? Yeah, Richard Sherman. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so they had Carter Woodson under Booker T. Washington. They had Booker T. under W.E. Dubois, and they had W.E. Dubois under the... It was all fucked up. Yeah. That's unfortunate. That's an, That's highly unfortunate. And so Target has released a statement today. They have pulled the book off the shelf and are extremely apologetic. And How does that book even make it through it's several publishers. publishers, several editors? That just goes Come to show, like, I guess the only thing I can think of is, you know, when you're sending over the files, there's a shift. I don't know. I, I don't know. But that, I mean, okay, if you wrote a book, Mike, you wrote a book and then they finally, they sent you the final copy. Are you going through every page to make sure everything's accurate? Or are you just like so excited, like I can't believe it, my book's out. It's about to be mass produced and sent into all these you places. Like, are you going through editors, every page? You would assume, no, you would assume no, that the editors not. would fuck that up. Right. Like I trust LG to get us on the on the on YouTube every day. Right. I just assume we're gonna be on. I don't go back and make sure, you know? He could put pornography on instead of us. I wouldn't know unless someone told me. So you're right. You just you trust that these professionals. It's the, it's the writer's fault, that the editor's fault, it's the publisher. It's not Target. And it fault. wasn't just one name; it was several yeah, names. Target in the book. was trying to be inclusive. Highly unfortunate. Target was trying. Good try, Target. <laughs> Y'all still overpricing. Your restrooms are awful. Again, our society. I I I want to evolve. I want us to move. We have we had a lot of social issues these last five, six, seven, eight, ten years. I want to evolve. Four hundred. Well, but yeah, go it's ahead. gotten worse lately. I got it you. seems yeah, this no, is kind I of an uptick. My bad. Go ahead. No, the point is, is that I want to evolve, but you can't overcorrect shit. So in their in their hastiness to overcorrect and let's get inclusive, they target. You missed the boat. They don't. Don't, don't you not look at the products you agree to sell on your shelves, especially an exclusive deal with the publishing house. It ain't like they're just selling copies of Twilight. Those are everywhere. This is an exclusive deal with Target. Proofread the fucking book. Make sure it's correct. It's a sh- and it makes it look it makes it look na- bad. I'm, I'm really, like literally, you don't have to be precise. How many names are wrong? Good ten. Yeah, half the book. That's awful. Inconceivable. That's awful. There's an overcorrection problem in this country. People that have good intentions tend to overcorrect. It's the overwokeness, if you will. For instance, you mentioned Target. Can we not have one pretty girl modeling anymore? Just saying. Have you been in a Target lately? Fat. They put these giant pictures of models everywhere. Yeah, they're not they're what they're what they're trying to be inclusive of. Art. Well, I think all but, shapes, all but, sizes. But I mean, aren't most of the women that come in there look look like what you're talking about? You're oh, are you over woke or are you catering to who your what your customer? One looks girl like? had a horn growing out of her forehead. She shouldn't be modeling. I don't know if I'm gonna take a knee on this, Mike. Well, she's no. a great big well, you know fat. It's I'm, not just fat. You know, well, <laughs> <laughs> some of them are massive. Yo, I'm gonna oh, take a knee oh, on this. Oh, one. Oh, so oh, you're saying hey, all, all hey, the target, ha, ha, all ha. the target models are sixes? There's nothing oh, wrong with no, six. some of them are thirty sixes. No, when I say six, I mean on a one to ten. Oh, forty. It ain't ten. I haven't been to Target in a while, bro. 
and this is what a lot of white people get upset with. Here we go. Oh, here comes Let's, white pride on LG, February Keep 1st. an eye on the member list. <laughs> white people. Keep an eye on the member list. What? What? Say it though. Say it with your chest. Include us all. Okay. Don't exclude pretty girls, pretty black girls, pretty Asian girls, skinny girls, skinny pretty girls. Don't, don't exclude them to make room for everybody else. Have some pretty ones in there too. It's like you can't be pretty anymore if you you can't put pretty girls. And there's some big girls that are very, very pretty. There's some big Absolutely. girls that carry it very, very, Absolutely. very well. Absolutely. That's all it's all. Alicia Keys comes to mind. That's a beautiful lady. But it's like. Alicia Keys isn't fat. Yeah, people. Well, she's got big bones. But they're all in the right Alicia spot. Alicia Keys is thick. She's not fat at all. Well, there's some more. Why are we changing? You don't have. I don't need the morbidly obese gal. Most of America, most of America's obese. And Why wouldn't be. you cater to that? Because you are catering to a problem. I don't want to fat shame people, but I also fat. can't. I can't. It's almost like they're pretty shaming. You're pretty. You don't count. What's the dealio with that? Target does this. Go into a Target. You'll see. You're going to agree with me, even if you don't well, have the you guts know what, to admit. You know what it is? All, all these, the big... And it C- ain't just about being white. Right. It's the about NBC, just being attractive. NBC, CBS, NFL Network, ESPN, Fox. All they hire is pretty women. Yeah. Who's the most no. popular girl in the NFL? Taylor Swift. Size of a broomstick. She's not my type. She ain't my type, neither. But I'm just saying. Include everybody. I'm just saying. Don't exclude anybody. There's an overcorrection where we want to be so inclusive we exclude so, in the process. So in your eyes, involve everybody. Target has said we don't want the pretty girl. Yeah, in order to make up for lost time because you had to be a supermodel to be in Target's well, ads back Victoria's in the day. Even Secret now has done away with the supermodel. Yeah, Did I you know. know that? Yeah, SI no longer does the risque pullouts. No, well, they did a 70-something-year-old woman on the cover. Look, a I'm a middle-aged dude. Well, SI doesn't do anything anymore, to be Not fair. Not really. Oh, I'm okay. a middle... Well, yeah, I'm a middle-aged dude. I ain't... Look, I I have daughters. I have ki- four kids of all shapes and sizes. I got four kids to feed. Talk to me. I want to... We got to a point where you had to be a rail thin yeah I hated that ugly ass looking no meat on your bones or you can't be in magazines and that's wrong but we can't overcorrect by just putting nothing but unhealthy folks on the magazine covers let's put everybody on the cover like you said yeah the ESPN's hiring they ain't hiring right they ain't hiring girls out of fat camp well skinny doesn't always mean healthy and no and, god and, no. and, and, chunky, or, or and chunky doesn't always mean unhealthy correct I'm not saying right. that but Target no longer has attractive women on their modeling. Men either, by the way. Same goes for the dudes. Yo, all right, now I, I gotta go to now I gotta go to Target to see what you're talking. I about. I go to the men's section. There's a picture of somebody still. What hey, are we talking I'm about? buying from Target. I, I want a good-looking dude too. I now I gotta go to Target. You should. I gotta see what you're talking about. You won't be able to get this book though. They pulled it off the shelf. I don't want that stupid ass book. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's unfortunate. What else we got in entertainment? Justin Timberlake's under fire. Why? He's about to be on tour. He got a new album. What did he do? Because he, well, I'll, I'll tell you what happened last night. You can you can interpret it for yourself. So JT, who was on SNL this week, 
who I like. I like Justin Timberlake. I, I don't have Justin. his. I don't I let him buy his records, I but I like JT. him. So he seems to be taking back an apology. He he apologized to Britney Spears for saying a bunch of shit about her and throwing her under the bus and songs and stuff and making her have an abortion. Making her have an abortion. And he apologized in recent months to Janet Jackson. For the nip slip? You talk about racism. That girl's career took a nosedive for 15 years, and his skyrocketed after the Super Bowl. You can milk anything with nipples. Distance. Mike Taylor does not support all of the drops that get loaded on in the building. So he's doing a show in New York last night. I'm listening. One night only. And there's footage of him going, I'm trying to make sure I pull up the right footage. There's footage of him on social media, raising eyebrows. People were rolling on their cell phones mm-hmm. and shit. There's hey, a, Twitter world. There's a clip of Justin winding down a song and getting ready to transition into the next song during his set. And at one point, he stops and go, before he goes to the next song, he goes, Hey, I just want to apologize once again to absolutely fucking nobody. And then sang that song that he wrote about Britney called Cry Me a River. Read through under the bus for cheating on him and blasted her ass. So I thought you apologized to homie. homie are you girl. crying? I like it. Does that, does that go for... Uh, but people are also like, does that mean you don't want to apologize to Janet either? Because you ruined her career by pulling her, her titty out. Well, you can't ruin Janet. She's a legend. She but a legend. I know what you mean. Um... This is what I'll say. I'm not when I say I like it. I say I'm looking at that from a marketing standpoint. He's doing a bit to get that gangster he's doing, back. He's doing a bit to get the the right. ticket sales, promote the album. Like you got to be in yeah. the news. You got to be over the top nowadays. You know what I mean? So I get what he's doing. That was well played, JT and your team. Well played. Okay. You ever watched that? I don't set? Even, I've never, and I mean never. And ever. I put this on on everything I love. Mm-hmm. I've never. Watched an episode of Saturday Night Live, not one. I've seen a performance, and I've seen a skit from them, like you know, online. But I've never sat down and been like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's Kelly SNL." Like, Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> SNL, These go. jokes about the IBM uh, like, board not, of operators is boys, hilarious. Me and my boys aren't texting during SNL. Did you see Keenan? That was hilarious. Fuck. Funny you said Keenan. Or whoever. Because what, in the last the five the years, no, see, they came it's under Kenan. fire okay. for not having any black people. And so SNL has gone to great lengths to hire black comedians and put them on. Uh, Michael Shea is probably one, one of my... Shea, f- the one that does the news? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's one of my favorite SNL actors But are they gonna, ever. But are they going to blow like the other ones? What do you mean? Are they going to blow up and get Hollywood to give them $100 million budgets for their own movies? Keenan's made some movies. Keenan's got power. What, Good Burger? Keenan's yeah. trash. White yeah. people, hey, white guys love Good Burger, Rudy. <laughs> Why do I have to talk like that? <laughs> good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger. Y'all champion that Fat Boys movie, but you hate Good Burger? <laughs> it's the same fucking movie. Disorderlies is a classic. Yeah, talk to him, LG. Because you were seven. I did not just compare Good Burger to, to Disorderlies, bro. All right, I'll bet you never watched him a racially profile. Let's do it. It's going to be a fun month if we talk about racism. Yeah, this is Black History Month. What are we doing? I bet you've never watched an episode of that 70s show either. Not one. My wife loves that 70s show. Okay, this is for her and LG. I've I've seen every episode five times a piece. Will Raul Maramba and Ashton Kutcher. Are you familiar with Danny Danny Masterson? The one that went to jail? He's a rapist. 
Is he for real rapist? Yeah, he got convicted. Multiple accounts. I didn't ever watch the show, but I've seen the, the clips of him getting convicted. <clears throat> so he's been, I've seen him. He's been transferred to the most notorious lockdown in the state of California. Where? Oh, is it San Quentin? No, it's called Corcoran. Okay. It's even, see, so San Quentin's That's famous. That's old school. Alcatraz yeah. is closed down. Pelican Bay is real popular. Pelican Bay, yeah. Corcoran is where they send the, quote, worst of the worst. Like mul- multiple murderers, child molesters, rapists. And so Danny Masterson, who was Stephen Hyde on that 70s show, 30 years. Oof. He's Man. been shipped to Corcoran. Charles Manson was at Corcoran. Okay. This damn Danny Masterson, who I loved his character all those years, but in real life, turns out he had a fucking jelly donut in his foot locker. He was a middle, he was a, he was a rapist. What's a jelly donut in a foot locker mean? Not your brain. You got half a brain. Oh. Yeah. Donut, donuts rotting away there in the locker room. See, Stinks. when you say Caucasian shit, you got to... I'm sorry. Gotta, it's a Full Metal Jacket reference. I like that movie. Yeah. Was that where they held him down on the bed and beat him with socks? Same dude. He had a that, that's the one. He had a jelly donut in his okay. foot locker and he got caught. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. <sighs> Again, you don't get that with Rob Thompson. <sighs> you know, the scene where the, the, this drill Shout sergeant found Rob. a donut in the foot locker oh, yeah, and made yeah, him yeah, eat yeah, it. Yeah. You yeah. eat it. They're paying yeah, for remember, it. Made everybody I'm, do push-ups. That's what led to them finally gotcha. beating his fat ass with a soap. Okay. Masterson's a... And, and then can poop. So 30 years. Yeah, Sirhan Sirhan was in Corcoran. Corcoran. He's the one that killed Bobby Kennedy. He's dead, too. I think he died in prison. Sirhan Sirhan. Bobby Kennedy? Yeah, Bobby. John's little brother. How did he Senator get How did he Shot him. 1968, Democratic National Convention at a hotel in L.A. So two Bobby would have won. The, Bobby would have so been two president. two Kennedys got shot, and then one that... Uh, Crashed a plane. <clears throat> that was there. That was his. That was his nephew, Robert. Okay. Robert Jr. That was that was John's nephew, Bobby's son. Okay. Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy Sr. was assassinated in 1968. It would be like if um, Nikki Haley were assassinated right now in the middle oh, of the campaign. It's I don't terrible. want that. I don't care. I don't awful. care for her, but I don't want her to yeah, die. Was, yeah. 1968 was. This ain't this shit we go through now. I don't think it's nothing compared to the '60s. That was no. awful. People were getting assassinated left and right in those days. Anyway, so this Corcoran's—it's they send the worst of the worst, and there's no word on whether because Danny Masterson's famous, and these scumbags that are in there for life—they don't give a shit. They go after these celebrity types when they show up. So Masterson may get put in protective custody. Oh, he's going to be in PC. He'll be in PC for sure. Or he's going to be somebody's butt There's one rule of thought that's like, fuck him. He shouldn't be raping women. He's a prisoner like anybody else. But then there's another one. Well, we're obligated to protect the asshole because the odds of him getting shanked are greater than everybody else's because they want to kill them. They want to kill the celebrity guy. That's a hard one. Because you don't want to give anybody special treatment because they're famous. But he probably going to wind up getting shanked. Well, I mean, even if you're the... Not famous. If you ask to be put in PC, you can. Even if you ain't famous. State of Wisconsin. Fuck Jeffrey Dahmer. He's going into gin pop. And what happened to him? <laughs> Took one in the gut. Give me some chun chun. Not that Jeffrey Dahmer didn't have it coming, mind you. But, yeah. you know, still. He was, Not, yeah, but he was eating little black boy's booty. Cut and then chopping them up. Yeah, no, but I'm, 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 not, I'm not talking about during sex. I'm talking about on the skillet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He would eat their butt during sex and then also on the skillet. Tiger Shushimi. 
true. It was true. He liked to toss black salads after date raping them. You know, he drug them. He liked Asians too. Was it Asians too? LG was definitely his type. He was not racist. (laughs) You can't call him racist. You can call him a lot of things. Don't call Jeff Dahmer racist. Yeah. They broomsticked him, didn't they? Cut it in half with a sharp edge and stuck it up his ass till he got shocked to death and then stabbed him all up with a shank. That's awful. Fuck him. Yeah. But this Masterson. 30 years. He's probably begging for... I would be I would be weirded out if somebody I worked with for a decade ended up being that. Because, like, you're working with them and they become, like, you work with somebody that long, they become family. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea who they are. Yeah. I'd be weirded out that I was, like, cool with you and I let you in my home. Yep. Something is wrong. You know what I'm here. saying? And, like, mm-hmm. let you meet my mom. and <laughs> Like, that's weird. Like, I would be weirded out. Like, yeah. I had no idea. This dude, Danny Masterson, he's also a religious nut. He genuflects to that, what is it, the Church of Scientology? Oh, those He starts trying to preach that shit to them dudes in the prison. They're going, mm-hmm, he ain't going to last long. Scientology. Yeah. I don't know what the, I don't know what they believe. All right. One of my favorite places to visit, which I've been twice. Okay. The U.S. government has raised the travel alert level to this place. Okay. So for anybody that's looking ahead to spring break and summertime, Getting out of the Texas crazy weather, the U.S. government today has raised the travel alert level to Jamaica. Why? I love Jamaica. Um, It's gotten out of hand post-pandemic. A spate of murders in Jamaica. And massive rise in crime on the island. And not just in the streets of the regular towns, but on the resorts too. Tourists have been robbed and attacked and beaten the shit out of. So the State Department announced this change last night to level three advisory, which is not good. For Jamaica, just a couple of days, I'm paraphrasing out of a Yahoo report. A couple of days after they issued a same travel advisory for the Bahamas. You've been to the Bahamas? Yes. Awesome. On the Disney cruise. I was only there for like six hours. But oh, I've okay. Been. Spent a week in uh, Freeport. Okay. It was awesome. So the Bahamas, the travel level is two, but Jamaica's at three. They're urging all Americans to exercise increased caution if you go to the Bahamas, but they're telling Americans just to not even go to Jamaica right now. At all. At all. Okay. The U.S. Embassy down there has warned that, quote, violent crimes such as home invasions, armed robberies, sexual assaults, and homicides have become common. Sexual assaults occur frequently, including at all-inclusive resorts. They're raping tourists. That oh. ain't no bueno. No, that's not Which good. I've never understood that. That's the number one source of Your ink the economy. Said the, yeah, that's the number one source of the, the, the island's income. But the poverty level is so high. since COVID it ends, it ends up getting there, yeah. But see, it, it's been that way for Mexico. We still go. Like when the Acapulco went high. Mexico's like, big enough to avoid that shit, though. You can go to places where that don't happen. Jamaica's little. Yeah. You can drive across. It's like driving from here to Cotula. You're out of Jamaica. That's one under the island of the other. Not Maybe not even Cotula. Maybe Southside. I always wonder about those stories, Mike, because, you know, every year around, you know, close to the summer, you see the newspaper report, uh, feces in the ocean is high at Port A or Corpus. And I'm like, okay, are y'all just overwhelmed and you're trying to get people away? 
or these legit stories? Mm, that's legit. There's scientists that have t- tested the water. Yeah, Galveston, Galveston's, Galveston's like the awful. most shittiest beach you could ever literally, set foot in. Yeah. Literally. Okay. I always wonder, like, okay, we're just a little overwhelmed, so let's let's put out a well, story, like, and make people not come here for a while until the, we can get Gulf back on our Mexico feet. The Gulf of Mexico is just like a giant toilet bowl, basically. Everything just washes up in there. Yeah, it's a cl- it's a backwash clog. Now, the thing I'm not scared of, like, well, there's been an increase in murders. You would still go? I would. Today, like if I sent you a ticket, you'd go? I'll tell you the reason why not. Not only are tourists complaining of heightened security issues with the locals, but Jamaican police now have been thrown under the bus. According to this is the U.S. State Department saying that Jamaican police, quote, often do not respond effectively to serious criminal incidents and there's been a rise of like Jamaican ambulances showing up to crimes, and like maybe someone's like been stabbed or a dude got mugged and they pu- busted him in the head. They're like, cool, we'll take you to the hospital for five hundred dollars. Pay me now, or I'm not taking you to the hospital. You can't get medical treatment now. That's that's over the top. That's insane. That's when you know. You been to come. Jamaica? No. Love it. So fun. So beautiful. I love the Caribbean. I'll go anywhere in the Caribbean. And I hate to hear that the Caribbean's got issues, but it's not surprising because no. the, the, the poverty levels in Jamaica have already already been always been high. But since COVID and jobs shutting down and shit, People, it's just astronomically you show skyrocketing. Me, you show me poverty, I'll show you crimes. Very unfortunate. I love Jamaica. Would go again. I don't know about right now. I'm going to wait. I wanted to go to the Dominican Republic for a long time, but it got real bad too. It got and weird so I too. had to avoid it. They were poisoning people in restaurants and shit so they can kidnap them and hold Americans for ransom and shit. Come on, man. That sucks. Yeah. I'll just stay here. Bunch of Americans Not me. Have, I'm gonna uh, keep going. <laughs> have also been uh, being killed and, and robbed in Colombia by dating apps. These single dudes go over there, and they, this was just on the Set headlines up. the other day. And they get set up. They think they meet a hot chick on like Tinder or something. Then they go meet up with them, get killed and robbed. You dumbass. That shit happens here. But not dude, in the yeah, murder, but, but the robbery. It's robber. becoming a problem but in Colombia. Yeah, too much. In Colombia, you just walk around the corner and they're lined up. Why are you doing a dating app in Colombia? Facts. That's stupid. Like if you're looking to hook up in Colombia, why the hell are you doing on a dating app? There's, they're on, it's, ain't it legal there? Prostitution? Yeah. I don't know if it's legal in Colombia. Like, what do you? What, yeah, that's dumb. Because you just want to get a quickie and be on with your way. Yeah, you can do that. Just go well, around yeah, the corner. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. I've never been to Colombia. I would just think that's how it is. What do we get for ten dollars? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's twenty twenty four. I don't think ten gets you much. There's my entertainment news today. You wanted to. You brought up Jackie Robinson earlier. Yeah, man, they stole in Kansas. They stole Jackie Robinson Robinson statue in Kansas. Kansas. They found it, and it was burned. They burned Jackie Robinson statue. It was bothering. Like, think about this, Nikki Haley. Is that her name? Uh, She's a presidential candidate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nikki Haley. Jackie Narata. There's there's no there's no racism. I used to be called Jackie Narata. Now I'm Jackie. Just call me Jackie. Yeah, yeah. There's no racism, Nikki Haley. (laughs) But somebody. Concocted a plan. Whoa! I didn't see me pull this to cut down the statue of Jackie Robinson. Whoa! Take it somewhere and burn it down. Oh my God! What are we doing? But there's no racism, Nikki. She's an idiot. Wow. Jackie Robinson. It's a CNN. 
The Jackie Robinson statue that was cut off at the ankles and stolen Thursday from a Little League baseball field in Wichita, Kansas, has been found in a trash can at a different park, burned and in pieces. What are we doing? Like, you got to, like, it's, this isn't like, this is a statue. Do you know what it takes to steal a statue? Go take it somewhere and then burn it. Like, the effort. This is also a, a majority-minority Little League ballpark. Where they, oh, wow. where they have received funds through different programs trying to get black go. kids to play baseball. There you have it. God damn. Shut up. That hurts my heart. And they you do it on It's called what? League 42 after Jackie's number. And and on February 1st. It's a nonprofit that provides low-cost baseball registration for children and has raised over $50,000 for the league, built a life-size statue. The league was named after Jackie's number, which was 42, of course, honoring the legendary athlete who broke Major League's color barrier as the first black player with the Brooklyn Dodgers. E. Oh, Lord, look at that. Just the feet left. Come on. Find <laughs> out who did. Hopefully it's just some high school dipshits and not like a 30-year-old man. Oh, it's, I guarantee you. It's a lot a of the. Well, I hope it's just no, some no, dumb no, shit No teenager. 16-year-old can cut down a statue. Come on, man. Yeah, that took like some serious ass welding on, and shit in the middle of the night. And then a truck. It's a statue. Some assholes stole a statue from a restaurant in Fort Worth when I was in high school. Bunch of dumbass high school kids from the rival school. Remember Kip's big boy? He's the big white boy who held the, held the hamburger. Big, oh, yeah. Big, ju- yeah. big huge statue outside of the, the old school Kip's hamburgers back in the day. These idiots from Pasco High School, our rival up in Fort Worth, Stole Kip, ripped him off the awnings, tried to like undo the fucking wire and everything, put him in the truck, drove him to our school, painted him purple, the color of Pasco High, which I thought was dumb. Just dump him off in the school to think kids from my school did it, but they painted him purple and put PHS on there, dumbasses, and left him in the courtyard wow. at Arlington Heights right before we played him in football. Of course, the kids got caught. I hope these are jackass kids, but whoever they learn on that at home, though. Probably. That's yeah. unfortunate. It's all right. That sucks. It's they'll episode build, nine. It. It's been fun. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I thought we'd say, uh, I thought we're going to do I thought we'd do a bit today. We'll do it tomorrow. Let's start it tomorrow. I start tomorrow. Let's don't even just save it. Yeah, Let's we went long today. I have like 15 more topics. We're starting to find, Dude, we're, we're getting that rhythm. Don't y'all think that, uh, oh, we're just going to a third hour then. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've got a lot better at this YouTube and we this we get this we'll go to we'll go I'll to do four. five I'll do yeah I'll do four that's right all right that's it we're done well that's a that's a shitty way to end happy happy Black History Month yeah that's the way we end it yeah yeah Jackie Robinson getting stolen and burned I, well we, we got to do better Mike let's do better no tomorrow. we're calling it out yeah we're calling it out okay, we, we want this there's a why do they get their own month because shit like that that's why. I don't know who I was quoting just now. I'm not sure why I use that accent. I don't either. You know why I use that accent. I don't know. Why did they get the wrong month? I don't know. I'm out. The shortest month of the year. That's bullshit. (laughs) I'm out. We got a business meeting. We got a meeting to get to. Are you going to have the katsu? That's what they're known for, right? I'm assuming. I'm going to have what they have. We're going to Crazy Katsu to have lunch. Yeah. I'm gonna have katsu. Uh, LG, LG can recommend something. We're getting racist. Wow. <laughs> God damn. I'm not.
This program was made possible by contributions from viewers and listeners like you. Thank you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.